we are back once again with some sports nonsense and whiskey. It is a wonderful Wednesday, November 18th. I've got my boys here with me, fellas. How we doing tonight? Awesome, buddy. Great. Woo-woo. Pinky, Zach, we've got our whiskey with us. Producer's here. He even got a little two-finger this evening. Uh, Pinky, what, what are we sipping on? Lead it in with, we got with a little some, delicious uh, for the people. Got some Crown Royal salted caramel again. It is in season. Get it while supplies last. <laughs> we've got some uh, Bird Dog Blackberry Whiskey, which is also fantastic. And then we got some Old Camp Peach Pecan Whiskey, which is drawing a round of applause from our producer. It, it's delicious. It's It's been with us before, but uh, it's hard to get away from something so Very, tasty. Just a good sip, sip and whiskey. It's about, uh, it was like 15 bucks. You can't beat that. No, it's great for 15 bucks. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well... We'll keep continuing to sip as we always do, but uh, jumping into some things, guys. I think, I think we uh, kind of recap what we did last week with Chase coming on, talk a little Masters. Pinky, did you get a did you get a chance to catch any of that on some of the big oh, screens while man. football is on? So uh, Chase, thanks again for coming through, talking the Masters. Uh, you are very knowledgeable, and that was great to have you out. The uh, Masters, yeah, they. Um, so I got to see the Masters at Circa, which is brand new in Vegas. It's only three weeks old. Uh, they don't even have their rooms done yet. Oh, my Lord. But they opened this up about three weeks ago. Every Uber driver that I that I had literally told us, hey, what are you guys doing tomorrow? And I was, oh, we're looking to go watch some sports. And they're like, you got to go to Circa. Got to go check it out. This has the largest sports book in the world. That's it's crazy. literally like an IMAX theater that is like right there. They've got just stadium seating all the way up the side the biggest screen that you've seen and it was just wall-to-wall sports now the masters for the early morning were like the major screens yeah and uh it was it was awesome you could see everything um it was so cool to watch i actually did watch the masters for for the good part of the the morning i mean for a masters for you to finally watch and finally like watch golf for the first time in such a way that you're paying attention because chase kind of got you hooked to look at some of these things you saw a record-setting Masters. That's insane. Yeah, I was. We were, uh, and two of the guys. Um, one of the guys that was in our group was my wife's cousin, and one of his buddies from California, and their wives or significant others, and we're all watching, and we were literally just commenting on how crazy is it that these two other guys shoot a score that any other year they win. Like it was, it was a stat that like oh yeah nobody had shot like under sixty four straight days and lost, and two guys did, and lost because the guy that wins literally shoots a course record. It, it was, was twenty under is absurd, and, and of course I enjoyed it because they kept showing uh, Gretzky or DJ's the, wife. DJ's wife, she's gorgeous. She's one of Gretzky's kids, blonde bombshell out there. <laughs> so of course I I saw that and paid attention. Pinky was distracted. <laughs> But yeah, so Dustin Johnson wins, sets a course record, 20 under. He was lasers on that course. Lights out, man. Absolute lasers. That was his first victory too, right? What do you mean first victory? Well, first green jacket. Yeah, because he, he was runner-up last year. Correct. His first green jacket, uh, just a really, really cool uh, set of events that allowed him to, to go that deep. I mean, never had a Masters in November, okay? the course was insanely wet because of a lot of rain. And so it allowed people who were shooting the ball 
to a very specific spot where that money and that on their game could get the ball to stick on these greens, which, like Chase was saying, insanely abnormal I, for I, that to happen. I think when he finally won, that was one of the largest roars of everybody that was in the sports book. Oh, I don't doubt that at all. That was just money. So super cool to watch him go out. Uh, some of the other names Chase came out with, Paul Casey came out on fire and then faded, unfortunately, rather quickly. <laughs> Um, Tiger looked like he was going to be in about- it after day one, partly, possibly, maybe still in it after day two. And then he had an epic 12th hole, uh, on Sunday Epically and had bad. a 10. That was his That's worst his hole highest score yeah, ever on the tour. Like kind of crazy, uh, that he did. And that. he still shot under too for the, for the uh, whole yeah, one under. Yeah. He, he managed to pull it together. He did. He hit five birdies in the last like six holes. I think it was, or seven holes, something like that. So He's still got some tiger there. Uh, see if maybe he can ever win another green jacket or another major. Um, Smith, like you said, is one of the guys who went low and on any other year would have won other than tiger and Spice epic runs that held the record until this year. So a lot of, lot of really cool golf. And again, man, Augusta in the spring is beautiful. But this might be something they want to think about doing on a more regular basis because Augusta in the fall was a that was gorgeous, too. yeah. And I'm telling you, man, these screens that they had the game or the the match on was fantastic. It really was. So that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad you got to ch- check it out, especially in that kind of situation so, and cool, setting. Coolest thing about this place. This is my little pitch for this place because I really enjoyed it. It is an adults only uh, resort. You cannot have kids there, which is the only one in Vegas that you can't have kids at. It also has six pools outside. All the pools are heated. They're open year-round. And they all have gigantic TVs in front of them so you can watch the games from the pool. Do they have a lazy river? I didn't. I didn't go back to the pool, but I did see. Some I'm not gonna lie. That's it. one thing that always gets me towards the MGM is because just floating around in that lazy river. There's nothing is wrong with really that, relaxing. right? There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Well, I'm glad you had a good time out there, Pinky. Uh, nice to hear that there's a place that we all want to be going and checking oh, out. If you're a sports fan, 2022 Las Vegas draft. Come check it out with us. We'll be out there. It's gonna be a good time. All right. Well, moving along here, just a little bit more. Uh, obviously, we're gonna talk football, but. There is a very big sport event going on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The NBA draft is happening a few months later than normal and a month before the season starts. So it's going to be crazy how quickly these rookies will get into training camp and and get kicked off with their teams. But uh, real quick here, uh, just to run down a few things. um, I think uh, just right off the top, we've only been through a couple picks, but LaMelo Ball went third to the Charlotte Hornets and Michael Jordan. I think the kid's legit, but I think what interests me even more right now is the fact that we're going to get LeVar Ball and Michael Jordan in the same building. And I think that that's just going to be so much fun. I don't know, man. If I'm Jordan, I got to just be like, hey, we got to shut this down right now. You're not allowed near the team. You can be out talking to the media all you want, but you are a clown. You are not coming into this building. There's no way Michael Michael allows any of that. Did you see him on the last dance? He's going to call LeVar into his office. He's going to have a giant cigar lit. He's going to have his two-finger of scotch next to him, and he's going to go, look, man, don't. And that's all that he's going to have to you, you, you He's going to dawn him, man. That's all he's going to have to you, say. You made some publicity money with LeVar. You kind of ruined him in L.A. You can't do it to LaMelo. You can't. 
So that'll be fun. I mean, he, I think the kid is legit. I think he could finally be the star Charlotte needs to start building, and Michael finally turned things around down there. Uh, James Wiseman went second. And I, I, you guys may not be familiar with Memphis, it. Memphis, right? He's He was from yeah. Memphis. He, I watched that special because I love Anthony Hardaway. Yeah, yeah. I kind of figured you might <laughs> see that. So uh, give you a little background, Pinky. Number one recruit coming out in 2019. Went to Memphis, played for Penny on his AAU team, Anthony Penny Hardaway. And on the recruiting trail, Penny ended up getting the Memphis coaching job. Well, Wiseman and his family moved to Memphis. Turns out Penny paid for it. NCAA didn't like that. So instead of him trying to fight it and stuff, he played two or three college games. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to be done. I'm going to go to the NBA and I'm going to start getting ready. (laughs) Well, he goes to Golden State, which. Wow. He's 7-1, right? Yeah. He can move. Yep. 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 So that could be a huge get for Golden State. Now, here's the crazy thing. Just today. There was a, a news flash about two hours ago. Clay Thompson hurt his leg in a practice session today, and nobody knows the severity yet. And he's still recovering from his ACL surgery. Mm. So if Clay Thompson does not come back and he's hurt or out for the season, their chances are done. So everything I heard today was they still had the Lakers at one, the Clippers at two, and then Golden State at three. So, do you think with that injury, the Nuggets are going to move up? If he's out for the season, the Nuggets would definitely move up in the ranking. I'm not saying this as a homer, guys. I can be objective when it comes to this. And the Nuggets, a lot of people are calling them the Golden State of 15, not 15, 10 years ago. Right when Golden State got all these guys and started making their run, that's what a lot of people are looking at as the Nuggets right now because of their young core with Murray and Joker Gary Harris, if he can find his stuff again, is dangerous, but it doesn't look promising there. But then you've also got MPJ. Michael Porter Jr. looked really good in the bubble, and he's only going to get better. And bowl. He just needs to be more aggressive. Agreed. He's got to play some defense too, but he he came out of high school as the number one recruit, played one game at, at Missouri, back hurt, didn't play that whole year, sat out his whole first year in the NBA. So this dude really didn't play a whole lot of basketball since his senior year in high school. So if people keep kind of keeping that in mind when they're watching this kid, the growth they should be watching is absurd, and I am excited for it. So we'll have to see what happens. But, yes, Zach, I do believe they would move up. I also believe, though, the Nuggets aren't done making moves right now. Uh, And what I mean by that is I do see them making a push and and some type of trade – and seeing how that works to their advantage, I'm not sure who they would go after just yet. But I see them making a move to put them in that upper echelon. Um, my brother and I were talking the other day, and, and Adams from Oklahoma City, we would love to see. Uh, you know, Plumley could go at that point. We could let Millsap probably walk, although he's kind of nice to have his veteran leadership on the bench. So if he'd be willing to sign a little cheaper. Actually, a lot cheaper. <laughs> that would be nice. Does anybody sign for a cheap deal in the NBA anymore? Well, some of them are just going to have to learn at certain points. That's that's your role now. And I think Millsap is there. It just depends on what what we're trying to do as the Nuggets uh, to fill out the roster. So I think they still make a move, and I think oh. they put their name in the hat for uh, a competitive championship team this year, especially after what they did at the end of last year. People are talking Jamal Murray up, up, up. 
So what kind of growth can we get out of him too this year with Joker? Yeah. So who are we looking to get then with our draft pick? Because what we're twenty eight. Man, I don't. I'll be honest. Since I'm a big KU fan, and um, once the tournament got canceled. I didn't pay – like, I usually – the tournament is where I really learn about all the guys. Uh, yeah, it's an easy way to get caught up I, I don't. Quick. I don't spend a lot of time – I don't spend a lot of time early on in college basketball. I kind of wait till it gets close to tournament time, and then I start learning the names and the stories and getting real interested in it. But this year, since it didn't happen, I, I didn't really get any of that background. Well, everything I heard and read today about the NBA draft is there's still a lot of good talent in the later draft picks. There is. This draft may not be super top-heavy, but it's deep, which is always nice. Um, to throw it out there, we got 22, Zach. Pick 22. 22. Um, and Conley came out today and said, we're taking best available. They're not going to draft for need. They're going to draft, draft best available. A guy I would absolutely love to see fall to them because, let's be honest, they got Joker in the second round, which was an absurd steal. Uh, MPJ dropped to them because people were worried about his back. So they've kind of gotten lucky with making sure they're evaluating talent correctly, but also allowing this talent to kind of fall down to them. One that I would love to see is uh, Cole Anthony out of North Carolina. Kind of had a hot and cold season as a freshman, um, but so much potential. And he's a bigger point guard, which would allow Jamal to then play off the ball as a more of a shooting guard instead of a point guard, which can help save his legs a little bit for later in the game. That could be a real steal later in the draft. So we'll see what falls. With the season starting in December, is this still a a little bit of a shortened season? 72 games this year. 72, yeah, 72. So they're cutting it by 10. Um, And a lot of that is to try to help with travel. So we'll see how that affects people. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I kind of feel like they're going to have to push this back, man. Well, part of the other reason they did is because they wanted to be able to move games, uh, schedule around stuff. So COVID's hitting hard, man. Yeah, they're they're very aware, they're very aware of what everybody is having to go through, like the NFL especially right now. So Adam Silver's brilliant. I I really do believe that, and I think he's the smartest, best commissioner out there right now for major sports. So I think he'll make sure it gets done in such a way that the season will be completed. They won't have to do a bubble, but they're going to have to do some adjustments, and he's he's going to take care of that. Well, hopefully this year they have fans back because I really want to take my son to a Nuggets game. So something really cool that I heard. And I today, want to go to a game as well. Yeah, we're going if if they allow it. But some Bought really my cool Joker I heard jersey today. and everything. <laughs> got the mine other too. Thing I wanted to actually bring up. I have the white one. Oh, mine! I love my black one. That's got the rainbow with the city. Yeah, that's the one I have in white. Oh, that's good. Xander's got the black one. Nice. I also have a Gary Harris too. Just throwing that out there. Go on, Caleb. Well, I'm just thinking if we're talking jerseys, what I would really prefer to have is... Alex English? Old school. Old school? Original skits. Those are hard line. to find, though, man. So money. So best well, jerseys maybe, ever, Maybe opinion. you know a guy that might be able to find it, just saying. Oh, I can find it. That's it's The problem is, do I want to pay that much for it? Well, you know a guy. Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> He's right next to you. Pinky is a Jersey guy. Pinky can get you hooked up. That's there's no doubt about that. Hey man, those Chinese kids, they put the stitching on there real good. Real nice, man. I'm not a big Jersey guy, uh, but that is one that I could, I could see myself rocking for sure. I'm not as much anymore, but I do have a shitload of jerseys. I have way too many. 
Oh, I have like nine rocket. I just jerseys. got three more in, so. Yeah, well, you got me a couple too. I did. I, f- I forgot to bring them tonight, but I'll, I'll get them to you. Uh, that's cool. All right, moving on. Oh, um, yeah. So what I was going to talk about, and this can kind of lead us out of basketball back into the NFL, but the 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 acting CEO, COO, I can't remember exactly what the three letter title is going to be, but he, uh, Jacob from Golden State Warriors, said that they have submitted a plan to the state of California that I believe he said would cost them roughly $30 million or so for them to be able to test every single person that comes to the arena. Rapid rapid testing. They're going to pay for it to have it done so that they can So they're going to pay for 36 every- games of testing? Yep. Damn. Yep, for every single person. Employees, staff, players, every single fan. That's crazy. And they, they're hoping that by doing this, they can, one, allow people to know a lot of contact trace and also get 50% occupancy in their stadium. So yeah. how are the results Warrior, going to come in? Warriors tickets are expensive to begin with. I can't even imagine what they'd be with reduced fans. Well, I mean, is it going to be like right on the spot? Like, oh, you're clear. You can go in. I mean, how's that going to work? It's rapid testing. So I don't know exactly the logistics of it. I know they're improving every day. It seems like day. even the NFL takes a day. Well, even if it takes a day, I mean, then it is what it right? is. Am I right? Everybody's still got to wear masks. It's not like you can just walk in there bare-ass naked and run around the stadium. I mean, you're still going to have to follow protocols, but that that's the plan they're trying to submit and get passed. I don't know how optimistic they are, especially with things on the rise, but my thought is, is if you're going to be able to do that, that's almost safer in a way than people just going about doing their daily lives especially a lot of people who like these service industry workers are forced to be around people anyways. If you're going to help them get tested, shoot, why not? Now, again, I haven't seen the plan. I don't know the logistics, but I did see an interview where he talked about this and he seemed to be kind of optimistic. And this guy, unbeknownst to me, he's an epidemiologist. So for for him to come out and say he thinks he's – confident that the plan can work and they can do it properly mm. gives me a lot of hope actually i don't i don't think that's gonna work i think that's just I, gonna cost too much yeah i mean like it'd I be said, cool if it does he, he threw out a number of 30 million and they're more than willing to pay it yeah because they're gonna charge their fans an arm and a leg to come into the game well they probably make i don't know i'm gonna throw out a stupid number and it's probably way off but four or five hundred million a year on actually getting people in the stadium so if you can pay thirty million and get fifty percent of that, you're still making money. So why would you not pay the thirty to get it done? That's a lot. Yeah, but you're making a hundred plus. I mean, I guess it's better than making nothing, but you're net making a hundred plus. <laughs> if you had thirty million and somebody told you you would give me your thirty million and I'll bring you back a hundred million plus, would you tell them, nah, that's a lot of money? I don't know, it still seems out there. Answer the question. Uh, well, Would you say no? For tax purposes, no. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Are we going to the Caymans right now? What's happening? Switzerland trip? I just It just seems unrealistic. We'll see. We'll see, but I think it's a pretty cool idea that there is a Just wait for the vaccine for all the old people. <laughs> Well, and that's something else they said. They said, do you think the NBA would require players to have the vaccine? And he's like, I mean, I don't know if you can require that. Here's a fun fact about that vaccine that my wife actually told me. Oh, this is going to be good. 
So I guess they have to kill sharks for some kind of material in their fin that has a part of the vaccine in it. So Japan's the new world hero? Oh, that's cold. But, I mean, we kind of we need the sharks. Is it worth saving all these people's lives? I mean, we're kind of a plague to the earth ourselves. I mean, if if anything's, I mean, I mean, we care about ourselves more than anything. That's so. Mother Nature's way of cleansing. Forget the sharks, right? We've gone down a terrible hole. Yeah, and all right, nonsense. A terrible, a terrible. So hole. Zach, I, I know something. You had something happen to you in the last week that really grinds your gears. Let's hear about it. Yes, it does, and it's not just the last week. It's over the last. Probably twenty years, I would say. Oh, it's not been that bad that long, but yes, it's been oh, terrible dude, for it's, a couple years. I mean, I've sure. lived in my house sixteen, so it's been every bit since that. So I am a Jordan shoe collector, and I will wake up at six o'clock in the morning and have every electronic on: Foot Locker, you know, East Bay, all these websites, so I can get a certain pair of shoes, particularly Jordans. And they had a pair of Jordan 1 Midnight Navies I wanted really bad. So it's a good-looking shoe. I woke up. It was the 14th of November. And I sat on my computer, which I don't normally do. I'm not very... <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny, Caleb? You just went V for Vendetta on us. That's all. <laughs> well, I'm pissed, man. Remember, remember, the 14th so you, of you November. Sit there, yeah. You sit there and you wait like for hours until this countdown comes down on these shoes to try to get them and you know boom soon as nine o'clock eastern time hits you're hitting you know cart add the cart add the cart add the cart and two hours later you still can't get an effing pair Zach was <laughs> flicking that mouse real hard and nothing happened <laughs> well i even had my kids doing it i had my wife doing it i mean we have probably five or six ipads in the house a laptop my phone, and I still can't get an effing pair. This shit pisses me off, you know? Make enough for everybody, mother... They do. They actually do make enough for everybody that would want a pair. The problem is, is they all go to these crazy bots. And then they start selling them, them yeah. for five, $600. StockX and all that other yeah. crap. Goat. And, and then guess what? They probably sell like five, six, seven pairs, and then they have like a 100 sitting in some storage unit forever. Yeah. On someone's shelf so they can take pictures of it. I'm with you. It's terrible. It's awful. It all gets right. talked well, about all the time. In the you know, sneaker Caleb game. had his Nebraska rant. I had my Jordan rant. Solid. Well, well, like Zach, it. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. By the way, Nebraska won. They did win, and I watched it too. Nice. I was sitting outside. Uh, went to a – there's a really good breakfast place called Hash House A-Go-Go. Sounds delicious. Pretty famous in, in Vegas. There's four of them because that's how popular okay, they are. okay. They have great chicken and waffles. Off the topic, did you go to In and Out? Did not go to In and Out. Didn't have. Didn't we? You know, we didn't. Overrated. We never rental car. No, they're not. Shut up. Overrated. They're they're right. re- they're Anyways, still really good. It's a nostalgia fact. I'll, I'll bet money says we might be able to convince Pinky to be a, a Nebraska fan for at least the next couple of years so, due to the possible starting quarterback going forward. So we were watching. McCaffrey's little brother, Doing right? Some, yes, sir. We had an hour and 45-minute wait to get into this restaurant, which is really hilarious. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. So It's cool. <laughs> I did mine. <laughs> they, so we're sitting here for an hour and 45 minutes. We played some slots. Well, my wife played some slots, lost some money. 
We ended up in this one area. They had some TVs, and they had a couple college football games on. Miami, Nebraska, and there was, like, one other game on. Nebraska was kicking the shit out of whoever they played. Penn State. And uh, we are doing some people watching. It was a pretty good time. Good use of, of an hour. I think it was 24 to 3 at the point we started watching it. And I was like, what the hell happened in this game? 24 to 3? They really? got up real quick. And, Again, kinda, and I thought Penn State was supposed to be good. Sort of kind of struggle busted in the second half a little bit, but I think that's more growing pains than it was severe issues. And, and my wife was the one to mention, hey, look, it's McCaffrey playing. And I was like, oh, awesome. Luke McCaffrey. I was like, it must be awesome that you get to play unlike your brother Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Dylan hasn't sniffed the field up there in Michigan. That's what happens when you have a good you coach. Know, I don't a bad like coach. Nebraska, but I do like the McCaffreys. Being a local boy here in Colorado, Ed McCaffrey was always a fan favorite. So I like the McCaffreys. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's uh, possibly a new turning point. I mean, what's crazy is little sidetrack. I know I'm a Nebraska fan. Nobody else is. I don't care. Adrian Martinez came out hot as a freshman. He was a Heisman dark horse last year and kind of fell on his face, unfortunately. He had some more injuries cost him. Came out this year, won the starting job to start the season. Didn't look hot to start. All of a sudden, Frost was very mum about it before the game. And then Luke McCaffrey came onto the field out of the huddle instead of Adrian Martinez to start the first drive. And that's when everybody found out he's now the starting quarterback. And he did nothing to lose that job. So I pretty much see, hopefully, he goes on a projection like Christian did at Stanford and can just ball out because that would be a lot of fun to watch. Well, from what I could tell, he needs to bulk up a little bit. He looks small. He's a little skinny guy. He looks small. He's a little skinny guy, but he's a redshirt freshman. I mean, he is only 19. Um, so he the next year or two, I assume he'll still be there in two years. I see him uh, adding that weight. I feel like over the last 10 years, Nebraska's quarterbacks have all been named Martinez. <laughs> am I, am I wrong in this? Yes. I mean, there was Taylor and now there's Adrian, but that's it. Taylor Martinez. But Taylor was there for four years. So, so I'm Which means he wasn't any good. Because he played four four years, he was a little kid too. Well, he's good for college. I mean, he's Johnny Manziel, honestly, and he would have ended up the same way in Except the NFL. For he didn't get a Heisman. Did. I'm just saying. No, but he. I mean, he was the same. He just didn't play Alabama. But whatever. Sidetracked. Uh, I'm. Uh, we'll we'll get off that. But yeah, Luke McCaffrey is now the starting quarterback at Nebraska, and that hmm. could be big things. So back to this restaurant I went to, which the chicken was fantastic, by the way. <laughs> I was so mad because they get it's an hour and forty five minute wait. We get a text that finally says your table is ready, so we go up to the front, and they basically like yeah, it was it was there was a line to get in after you got the text. We go up these stairs or escalator, we get to the top. This guy greets us, real nice guy. Where are you guys from? How's it going? Blah blah blah. He's like, okay, yeah, just sit over there. And there's just like these benches, so we sit on the bench, and you see like one person walks around the corner and. You kind of move up, and then another person, you kind of move up. Social distancing and all. And you think, okay, once you turn the corner, you get your table, right? No. You walk around the corner, and there's more fucking benches. There, you had to wait four different times Hey, PG after they told you your table was ready? Sorry, producer. But <laughs> I was really angry because it was like, I'm really hungry at this point. We hadn't eaten all morning. We got up at 3.30. Now it's like 11 o'clock by the time I'm getting here. I already had an hour and 45-minute wait. I still had 20 minutes after that to move around these benches <laughs> to finally get our table. 
Thankfully, the fried chicken was really good. Oh my gosh! That's I did get hilarious. it Nashville hot though, and it was it was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got fried chicken and waffles? You said I got. Well, no, I was gonna do the fried chicken and waffles, but it was it was almost like almost noon by that time, so I got fried You're chicken. Like, Just give you some fried chicken and some French fries at this point. I did fried chicken with eggs, and it had it came with like a, a mashed potato. Mixture, yeah, sounds I, good. I like fried chicken and waffles. It was good. I'm yeah, a, yeah, yeah, it's delicious. It's, it's really delicious. good. If you're in Vegas, over here. oh yeah, that's a solid one. Hash House a go go. Pinky approved. I, I don't know Pinky when approved. I'll ever go back to Vegas. I haven't been there in how old is my daughter? You're going back 2022. Yeah, dude, we're 20. gonna get a guys' weekend permission slips. We'll do whatever we got to the the year before that to make sure we're on that trip. 2022, man. Well, Draft. I might have to cancel a fishing trip for that. So It's worth me, it. Let me know. It's worth it. I don't know. I think Pinky let you know right pretty now. fun. You'll be fine. You've got a, like a almost a year and a half notice, man. 2022. It's on. We live in Colorado, son. It's on. I'll forget by then. And we can fly out of the springs by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Southwest. Southwest. Yeah, it's going to be money. Money. All right. You guys will pay for that flight. I know people. I, I'll I'll just use my points. We're good. Yeah, I, still I got know, you. I, I got you. I yeah. still know people. Zach finally knows somebody. Moving on up. Is it <laughs> is it football time? Is it football time? I think we can start going there. Yeah. yeah. All I right. Think let's we can, do it. Let's do it. I think it. we can start moving on, guys. All right. So. so we got the Thursday night game. We got the Colts, thirty-one Titans, seventeen. I uh, I I still don't know how this happened. I really don't. What well, was uh, Hines show? For Just, sure. Yeah, Naheem Himes, really? Jonathan yeah. Taylor getting nothing? Uh, and I had to play the producer who started Hines and Brady, and it's hard to make up 80 points right off the bat, pretty much. Yeah, I know how that goes. So, not too happy there. <laughs> but, so, what's going on with Taylor? I mean, why aren't they using Taylor? Um, I No idea. No idea. I mean, do they really think Hines is that much better? Well, I'll be honest. Um, every time I see Taylor play, he just he doesn't look explosive. He, he's like not explosive. With, with That's what true. touches he does get, he doesn't look explosive. And when Hines is there just looking explosive, it's I, I feel like it's just kind of hard for them to make the does, switch right now. Does he not get it? Does he not get the offense? I mean, he was good at Wisconsin. I think he's just more a guy who just kind of needs touches to get going, kind of like a Melvin Gordon kind of type, which is – well, Very I've, coming out I've of also seen, for whatever reason, I don't really know why, but the offensive line's not opened really big holes. And Hines is really good on the outside, so you just got to get him in space, right? And then they've been doing a pretty good job of getting him into space. But when it talks about open up the holes between the tackles, they're not doing a great job there. And you think they would because their offensive line, I believe, is ranked second in the league. It's good. It is a good offensive line. So. I, I haven't seen it. Every time Taylor's in there, I, I just don't see them open up a great hole for him. He's got somebody on him pretty Or quickly. is he just not not reading the holes correctly? I, going back to what Zach asked, like, is he just not getting it yet? And maybe, maybe, but here's the question then. Is he somebody who kind of just takes a little bit, a year or so, to kind of really learn the NFL and get going? Or is he going to be like a Trent Richardson? You know what's funny is I was just about to ask you that same question. I hope not because I got a, quite a bit of stock in him in Dynasty Leagues. And no. I actually traded Pinky, Aaron Jones, and Gibson for him. And a third-round pick, too. And a third-round pick. I mean, that's how – I feel pretty good about that. That's how high I was on Taylor coming out of 
college. So, I mean, there's a lot of storylines in this game, honestly. I'd be killing that league if I still had I mean, two. just to stick with the Colts for a second, on, on the same vein of Jonathan Taylor not playing very well, Pinky was hard, real hard, on Phillip Rivers. And just talking about how he's trash and he's done and he's not going to do anything. And honestly, since I believe he said first... he wasn't going to be a Hall of Famer. No, 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 no. I Pinky wouldn't doesn't put him as a Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. Will he get voted in? Absolutely. But I wouldn't put him in my Is that Hall what of your lion eyes tell you? I yeah. Because he's never been one of the best quarterbacks at the position. I don't care what the number he's got stats. He does. But when the game was on the line, typically he folds. Or he would make that mistake that would cost his team games. Well, I feel, I feel like, like that's unfair. Weren't there a few fumbles from other people that cost them games? No, he's thrown a if you look back in in the fourth quarters, he's thrown a lot of picks in the fourth quarter. Because he'll try to he'll try to do too much when he doesn't have to. He's had playmakers for many years in San in San Diego, then in LA now in Indianapolis, he has playmakers. Like to that game, he spread the ball around pretty well. Now the Titans don't have a great defense, Pit so man. it was easy to spread that ball around. Which is what he is. You know, when he does that and doesn't try too hard, he he actually does pretty well. Again, he's never been the greatest or the you you can never look at one year and be like he was the best quarterback in the league that year. Like, to me, you have to have at least one of those on your resume to really be in the Hall of Fame. We let guys get in the Hall of Fame because they played 17 years and put up 60,000 passing yards. Oh, wow. Was he as good as Marino, Elway, Montana, uh, uh, so Jim let me jump Kelly? In. Easy, easy, easy. Come let on. me jump in here He's for not. a second. Let me He's give you something to kind there. of ponder. Let me ponder this for a second here. because I agree with you, Pinky. I think he's not to me, a he's, those caliber. He's guys. the Hall of Very Good, and that's great. That's not Hall of Fame. Hall of Very Good. Uh, ooh, so you put it like that, and I, I I, do agree with you in a sense there because I do think there's actually a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame who are more Hall of Very Good, not Hall of Fame. Yes, Jerome Bettis, Curtis um, Martin. So with that being said, though, I think, like Zach said before, you got to think about it like a big old office building, and there's a there's a penthouse suite. There are other levels below that, and there is a bottom level. And I think a Philip Rivers is that bottom rung Hall of Fame, like just kind of sneaks in. And here's here's why. Other than the Marino, Elway, uh, Brady, Montana Peyton. era, this era has been the quarterback renaissance of the history of the NFL. We have never seen more great, not just good, great quarterbacks all playing at the same time than we are right now. So to say that he is not a bottom-rung Hall of Famer I think is a little unfair because he's honestly playing against some of the all-time great top penthouse guys. So for you to say he wasn't that season where he was the best in the league at that time is slightly unfair to him because of who was in the league at the same time as him. So there's two arguments you'll never win with me because I will never listen to it. Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. They are Hall of Very Good. They will never be Hall. They, they are not Hall I of Fame. I personally don't think Eli's that good. But he gets in based off of his post. He will, yeah. I agree. Probably basically because he beat the like Patriots said, twice. They will both get in, and I know that's going to happen. But I, as a Hall of Fame, if I was a Hall of Fame voter – 
they would never get my vote. Okay, but with, with what I just said to you, what what about that do you disagree with? Like instead of just saying I don't like them, like, again to me, like a lot of people put Brett Favre up there. I don't because he cost his team what? so many games. It's not even funny. Are you kidding me? He with the talent he had, he should have had a handful of rings because he also had a lot of good teams. But because he was such a gunslinger, he always turned the ball over so much. It's, ugh. Mm. Mm. With that being said, we got to move on. Though congratulations to Philip Rivers for passing Dan Marino's fifth most passing yards, over sixty thousand, sixty-one thousand three hundred sixty-one. That's crazy, man. You don't do that if you're just well. Okay, you're saying very. Come good. on, so Matt Stafford's uh, gonna get there. Matt Stafford's gonna break Rivers' record. So, and he's never gonna be like that great. So let's move on. <laughs> All right, moving on. We have the Buccaneers, 46. We didn't even talk about the Titans. Well, We're just going to kind of leave that as a whatever game you know, and move I'm, on. I will say they, they moved the ball right away, got a touchdown. Well, Derrick Henry still it. had 103 yards, but he had no touchdowns. They gave it to Devontae Foreman. Like, what the? Okay, anyways, moving on. Buccaneers, okay, okay. 46, Panthers, 23. Brady so, looked good. Brady looked good. I mean, it, the Panthers just – didn't look quite ready. Well, I think they game. did the first half, but when once they started turning the ball over, it was it was done. That ninety-eight yard rushing touchdown by uh, Ronald Jones. Rojo went flying. I think that kind of crushed their spirits, and after that, that game just went. That's hell of a touchdown. Go, good job, Rojo. Good job. I mean, I think. Uh, the full arsenal is healthy for Brady right now, and you're you're seeing what all of these weapons are able to do. I mean, look at Godwin, six receptions, 92 yards. Evans, six receptions, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Brown, seven receptions and 69 yards. Antonio Brown looked good. You know what? He came out and was like, you know what? I'm still Antonio Brown. He looked good. I, I was watching it. I, I don't think anybody ever questioned the dude's talent. Or the ability to so, come back yeah, and look really good. NFL for almost what is it like four hundred? Anybody's and... ever questioned that ability? It's it's do you come in and go head crazy and just ruin the locker room? So right? I was I was over at the bar watching the games because they had three games up at the bar, and then uh, I just I'd go over occasionally and chat with my wife who was playing the slots, and she had one of the best views of the whole place because it was literally like she was sitting on a slot machine and the screens were all right there. The Tampa game was like head and like right in front and center. And literally, I mean, it was just every time I looked over, it was Brady throwing to Antonio Brown. And it he his routes were so he he's still so crisp. smooth. Crisp. Yeah. I agree. Totally. When when he's if he can keep doing that, it's just gonna leave Godwin open. It's gonna leave Evans open. It's gonna leave Gronk open. I I with the Tampa Bay defense, man, they could be really tough. Well, that ha that's one of my questions, actually. I gotta find it first, but is Tampa the best team in the NFC, even after losing to the Saints last week? No. You don't think so? I don't. I. And here's I, why: is because I think I, Brady is still really fool's like gold as far as an MVP candidate. I think, I think he's. He's not the same guy that can march you down the field if he plays a good defense. Well, here's let's be honest. He hasn't then. necessarily played a good defense yet. I'm going to read you something. And when he Caleb. did, the Saints destroyed him. I'm going to read this to you. Brady has 13 games with three plus TDs since turning 41 years. 
Right. I'm guys. So again, how I'm you not saying, saying I'm not saying he fell off a cliff. I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm just saying he is not the same dude that's going to be able to march you well, down. Well, who the field is for playing in the league for twenty years? <laughs> uh, well, look. All I know is now that Breeze is going to miss a couple games, and New Orleans is going to have turnover. Jameis playing. Tampa's going to get a stranglehold on that first place. They're in not. That division. You watch. Jameis is going to come out and ball. Please. I don't know. I mean, you Breeze watch. and Michael Thomas are both like dink and dunk. You know. Seven yard slants. Jameis is throw the ball deep, and there's yeah. nobody there to really In throw the ball coverage. deep. Triple coverage. You guys really think that's the kind of offense they're going to tell him to run? You think they're going to be like, "Hey, let's go I back to no risk it, no biscuit, Jamo. Let's no, do this." I think Sean Payton thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, and he's going to try to come up with something. Yeah, but clever. if you watch, if you watch that Saints, but I don't think offense, it's going to work out. That Saints offense is all about take what's there, yeah. and Jameis doesn't do that. No, he's going to throw it downfield. Let's find out. Triple coverage. What if he does? Then, then what is Tampa going to be thinking? Hey, Tiger, I like Jameis on the Colts. Tiger doesn't change his stripes, buddy. Jameis is going to be on the Saints as a starting quarterback next year. Uh, he only signed a one-year deal. Hill's there. Taysom Hill is not going to be the quarterback. Yeah, the Saints can get Taysom Jameis. Hill's making a lot of money for being a gadget guy, but he's, and why would Jameis yeah. not want to stay with Sean Payton? I'm just saying, you. Know, I would like Jameis on the Colts. Jameis is sticking around. And I just think it'd be well. a good fit. I kind of like Jameis on the Steelers, to be honest. Well, you got yeah. Run yeah. the ball, protect him a little bit, and throw it deep. What seriously makes you guys think he's leaving New Orleans? You're not <sighs> when he plays poorly for three games, they're not going to be like, "Yeah, let's resign this guy." Well, let's do it like later. You watch in the him season. come out and Teddy Bridgewater this with a little bit better arm. <laughs> watch Teddy Bridgewater is pretty good at dinking now. and dunking. You watch. We'll see, buddy. We'll see. So you guys want to talk anything about Carolina or are we just I mean, they're still growing. They've they've got some ups, some downs. They've got some. Carolina's gonna on. be competitive in a lot of games. Teddy's this getting one banged they up a little bit. He is getting banged and up. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys. That backup, PJ Walker, if he gets a full a full week so. of starting snaps, I think he can come out and ball. He was doing it in the XFL. He was going to be that MVP gonna, of that league. He's going to ball for sure. In the XFL. Yeah. I get it was the XFL, but this dude put up huge numbers at Temple I, and I just mean, didn't get any real looks as a quarterback coming out of Temple because, one, he was a quarterback coming out of Temple. Two, he's about the size of Kyler Murray, a little bit bigger. And three, the NFL wasn't ready when he came out of college about four years ago to have that type of quarterback and run that type of offense. I do believe he gets a legit look to be a starter, and he can come out and have a really good game. I don't know about that. So I don't think Carolina would lose a lot in that situation. He's he's slated to start. Start, this yeah. Weekend. yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're a saying mild more knee sprain, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So we'll we'll see, but he'll probably play with a brace. That's two straight weeks where he's gotten some little nicks that cost him to go out of the game for a period of time. So I think that is something to watch going forward. I don't wish ill for Teddy because I think he's really good. I like Teddy. I mean, I, I like Carolina. Like I said before, I, I like, do like McCaffrey. Him. I like Matt Rule. Well, and Christian's been banged up Christian. this year. And I just like what they do, man. They got DJ Moore. They got Robbie Anderson. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, DJ Moore's been looking good lately. They're, young, they're a young team that in a year or two, as Breeze leaves, as Matt Ryan leaves, they're going to be tough in that division. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Like we we've keep talking about, that is a team we believe it's is on the rise for sure. Uh, Zach, where are we heading next? We're going to head to the Texans 7, the Browns 10. I really don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this game. So, 
as I mentioned, the Masters was the second largest roar that I heard. The first, the one that took everything, was Chubb not scoring the touchdown in the fourth quarter. Oh, that lost oh, so many people money. <laughs> or won so many people like, money. It so, makes sense if you're up three, you know, three I, points to make sure that you get out. But if he scores the touchdown on the long run, which he should have done, they're up 10 with like 50 yeah, seconds left. There was well, no reason not to go in other than you could just run out the clock after that. So I heard an interview with Chubb today, and he was saying how you know, he was running, breaking that touchdown off, and he got to about the 10-yard line and goes, oh, shit, I should run out of bounds right here. <laughs> not just try to stop his momentum. He goes, I'm a big dude. There ain't no way I'm stopping this 10 yards from the touchdown. So he's like, I'm just going to fade guy, out of bounds. I had a guy at the bar. He'd had a couple drinks. He lost his mind. <laughs> he was going <laughs> crazy. I know he had money on the game or, or, or something. He had money on something because he was literally just losing it. Why would you do that? That's the worst decision ever. Oh, man. Yeah, and he I, wasn't wrong. It really was bad. he just pulled a girly? Look, I got – yeah, right? Seriously, I have Chubb in a lot of stock and fantasy. Oh, teams, I had him in DFS. Like, no. I had him in DFS this week. One thing I will say about this game, and then I think we can move on because there's really nothing we need to say about the Texans. If the Browns are smart and Stephen Kavans- Stephen Kevin Stefanski – jeez, Louise – is smart. More whiskey for this guy. Yeah, right? They're going to run that ball, and they're going to let those two-headed monsters eat, get, each get about that 15 to 20 touches. Someone cut him off. They each had, I think it was 19 touches apiece, and they each went over 100 yards. Like, that is their recipe to win. Yeah, Chubb, 19 for 126 and one touchdown. When you Boom. When you can run the ball and you force defenses to have to come down in the box and allow Baker to... You know, throw it deep. Now, it kind of sucks they don't have Odell right now, but even without him, they still – I mean, they can do some stuff. I'm, I'm still shocked that the Texans only managed seven points. Like, that just Dude, well, two things. I heard the wind was really bad. It, it, terrible weather at this game. So, that's kind of why the running was able to do what they I did. I know they too. didn't have DJ David Johnson. Um, But here's the thing. Those two Does running backs are arguably top five. Those two running backs in the same backfield are arguably top five in the league. Well, I actually have a question. Are they the best running duo of all time? It, it's no man. They too had early uh, for that. Too they early had uh, Ernest Biner. I want to say it was. Ke- I know it was Mac. I want to say it was Kevin Mac. That both got a thousand yards back in the day, back in the eighties. Those guys were pretty, pretty good. Um, if they, if if, if Hunt sticks I'm around, I'm just posing the question. Yeah. Well, I'll say if Hunt sticks around. He, he signed he a two-year deal. So. I mean, he said he wants to. He's got two more years. If they keep doing this together and they stick around together for a couple years, then I will say yes. Absolutely. And it's you not know, even close. If the Browns had Sam Darnold right now, I think they really could make some damage in the playoffs. Over Baker. What? Pew, pew, pew. If they had drafted Darnold over Baker a couple years ago. No, I... Where where all of a sudden did you get on a Sam Darnold train that that you think he's good enough to do that? I think he's better than Baker. So yeah, well we already established that a while ago. But you were you were not thinking that that right there, Pinky says he's worth a first round pick. That comment right there says he's worth a first round pick. And last week and the week before, every time I brought it up, you're like, no way in hell. And I'm now, not I'm not giving a top five up for Darnold. 
If I have a lower end pick, sure. Colts. I said the Colts first round pick, and you told me that is no way in hell. And now you're saying that is exactly well because the Colts look like they're going to win the division, like Zach and I had said earlier in the year. Very early. So if that happens, okay, I can see your point of view. You could be right there, Caleb. I am baffled right now. I actually don't mind that. You know what's funny is I think the Jets purposely aren't playing him right now because they don't want him to get injured and lose trade value. <laughs> Honest to God. Hey, like Joe Flacco, Flacco, head on out there, buddy. Flacco looked great the other week. <laughs> <laughs> you think he can do that back-to-back? <laughs> no, he- no way We'll get hell. there. We'll get there. All right. So, yeah, like we said, nothing about the Texans, but I do think that running back is legit. Super legit. Hey, Bra- Browns and Raiders going to be fighting for that 6th, 7th playoff seed. Well, you got to throw Miami, Miami and Buffalo are in yeah. that mix too. That's going to be a crazy well, bottom. Buffalo's winning that mid. division, son. So I think Miami could win it. We'll I, get there. We'll I, get there. I, what, what do we have next? Because we're starting to jump a little bit. <laughs> All right, we have the Lions at thirty over Washington at twenty-seven. I mean, Matt Stafford with what sixteen seconds left went down the field with a nice little penalty and a couple throws and put him in field goal range for Prater to win. Is there really anything else that we need well, to talk I mean, about? I think the story here wasn't that Smith. a fifty-nine yarder. Yeah, it was a 59. We know as being orange-colored glasses that Prater can kick Man, if, if Prater didn't love that alcohol, man, he'd still be in Denver. <laughs> so so would a few other guys, yeah. Pinky. One of them might have been announcing that game, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say, uh, DeAndre Swift. He's, he's, he's look looking good. good. They're giving him the ball. I told you guys, that guy is talented. Hey, Alex Smith. 390 yards. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I was halfway right. Yeah, he didn't get the touchdowns, but he had the yards and the opportunities there, and he kind of got, unfortunately, an offensive line that didn't allow him to get there. Antonio Gibson, two touchdowns. Yeah, baby. That's my – don't even – don't even yeah, baby, that peaky. You told me when I said the Broncos should snag him that it was a stupid idea. That kid's – don't get Melvin Gordon. Get Antonio Gibson and put some money in the offensive line. Think about that. Situation. Well, I would have never paid Ant- Melvin Gordon that kind of money. Well, I know that, but I'm still saying like that was where we needed to go. That dude's legit. And McLaren keeps balling. F1 is money. Seven receptions. Scary Terry. That dude is a legit wide receiver one. Yeah. And awkward silence. Moving on. Moving on. All right, so the Packers, 24 over the Jags, 20. Was this the, uh, like, uh, you know, we should beat the Jags. Did we not prepare enough? Because, like, they were losing this game for at least half of the game. Oh, I think it was a total, like, they just thought they had a week off and didn't really prepare the way they probably should have. They, they, were, they were looking past this There game were for quite sure. a few people screaming at the Packers for most of this game. Because of course they put money on the Packers to beat the Jags. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I thought they were gonna. I thought the Packers would beat the spread. I thought they'd win by at least two touchdowns. I really did. Easy, for sure. Well, they totally should have. Yeah, for sure. There's no reason to lose by four points to the Jags. I will say the Jags have a young defense that looks like it could be dangerous going forward, and they've got some pieces on the offensive side that look pretty dangerous. I don't know. Too. I mean, they'll get a new coaching staff in this next year. They should have already had one. They're, they they might, should have already had one. They might – do the Jets keep Darnold and, and, and pass Trevor Lawrence and look offensive line with – No, there's no way. Or, there's no way. I'm just saying, if that happens, 
this is the team that could be in line for Trevor Lawrence at the Jags. Because they and can, that would be scary with some of those weapons. They can t- they can take T Law and get similar production and continue to build around because they have all the cap space needed to I, build around. I'm a not disagreeing. I'm just saying, a what if situation? This would probably be the team that would end up with them then. And uh, you know what? Honestly, I kind of really like Fields too. So if the Jags get Fields, that's just as dangerous in my opinion. Uh, with all that weapons, they're gonna, I mean, Robinson's looking legit, guys. Super legit. Shark is a legit wide receiver one, I would say. He is. He's good. They've got a couple other guys that can fill in two, three. So they build that offensive line a little bit. They get a, a, a Fields or a Trevor Lawrence. I think the Jags could be kind of dangerous in the next couple of years, too, kind of like we're talking about with Carolina. And you know what's funny as I think about that? Those two franchises came into the league together as expansion teams. So it's kind of crazy that they're now possibly putting themselves in position to build for the future and be dangerous at the same well, time. Well, Carolina's already been in the Super Bowl, what, twice? Twice, yeah. yeah. Jags have been in the AFC Championship game twice. a couple times. So, I mean, they're both, they both had about the same success. So here's a question for you. Can the Pack get to the Super Bowl with their defense? Yes. No. I say no, too. I mean, you're giving up 20 points to the Jags where they had no business scoring on you at all. Awkward silence. I I still don't think Tampa. I, I I still don't think the Green Bay Packers right now can play Tampa Bay and beat them. Uh, we'll get to this probably, uh, you know, as the season progresses again. But I actually think Seattle isn't even in the top five anymore as far as power rankings go. Um, and would, yeah, I would. Agree I think right the now. Packers still are. And if their defense can get adjust a little bit more, because they've got some players on that side of the ball. I think they have the possibility to Pack, make a late run. Packers have three players. They have two outside rushers and J- Jahir Alexander, and that's really about it. Well, that cornerback. Jahir Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I also think the more healthy – Who's the, the off- highest rated corner according to PFF? If he plays, though. I think the, the, high, the healthier the offensive side of the ball gets, too, the better it is because they can control the clock a little bit more, too. So, I do. I still think they're a contender. But we will have to see how they kind of play out the rest of the season because they've had some games that they did not look even close to contenders. Quick question. Who would you rather have? Adams? Devontae Adams. Or Hopkins? Devontae Adams. I still like Devontae a lot. When both healthy, I still like Devontae slightly more. Um, I'm always a guy that's always going to take that guy that's got the speed, a little bit of speed and height to go with it. Here's, here's, yeah, I like that too. But here's my thing: it's, it's like a one A and a one AA. If he wasn't, I mean, we're if he wasn't 31, you still take Julio. But see, I, I, I almost feel Hopkins is an overall better receiver. What would he might be? My thing is though, is Devontae is a red zone machine. Yeah, but look who Hopkins red zone machine. Yeah, but look who Hopkins has had as quarterback. Deshaun Watson. Who is really two years? Good. Three. Okay, that's three? fair. Yeah, that's fair. His, I mean, most of his career Matt was not. Schaub yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why and he, he still had put up the same Brock numbers. Osweiler. That's why he had Brock all the Osweiler. catches and yards and not as many touchdowns. I get that. But D- Devontae is a t- dude. Yeah, red zone. My question monster. is: You put Devontae Adams on so, that Texas team? Devontae, does he still produce? Yes. Devontae yes. Adams does have do. Aaron Rodgers do throwing that. the ball that like literally I puts agree. it in the only spot that he can catch it. I still think he puts up the same numbers in Houston. I think he's still a. Wide receiver one, but I don't know if he's as good as he is. I think they're both better than Michael Thomas. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. I think Mike, Michael Thomas is a little uh, crazy to think he's the best receiver in the league, and this is why. He's, because Drew Brees is the most accurate passer of all time. Well, he puts the ball directly. He still catch the ball 96% of the time. No, I get that. He, he has great hands. He might have the best hands in the league, so he's possibly. Got, he's got two things that works for him. He's got really good hands. He's got a really thick, big body that he can box guys out. They love that Marquise Colston. That, that's their dudes down there in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I think I would go uh, Devontae personally. All right, let's, go, let's move on to the next game. Uh, let's not spend a lot of time on this, please. Okay, so we got the Giants at 27, the Eagles at 17. Hey. And wait, wait, wait. I got to say a guy who owns Miles Sanders in almost every league. Why the are you giving the ball to Clement and Bart Scott for the touchdowns? That pisses me off. Because they don't care about your fantasy team. Well, they effing should. <laughs> feisty tonight I'm not uh, quite sure who's to blame of Doug Peterson or Carson Wentz but one of them is not making good decisions and I probably lean more towards Wentz right now what is wrong with Wentz right now I mean it's hard to explain he might not be as good as we thought he was it looks like he is not running the offense is what it kind of looks like to me more so than the offense is a bad play calls. I, I, I don't know man when I Doug Peterson's offense literally is based on the run. So you have to run very well to make a lot of that offense work. Sanders was running great. I mean, 15 carries for 85 yards. I'm not going to say Wentz is bad. The offensive line, what, they're missing three starters, I believe? They're, they're missing quite a bit. Yeah, their offensive line is, is hurting. So with that being said, I think Carson is kind of seeing ghosts, and instead of making the decision he should, he's kind of second-guessing himself constantly and not making the right decision. They run a lot of RPO stuff, too. And it's not so much for him to run the ball himself. It's more, does he hand it off to the runner or throw the ball? And I think even those, he's having a hard time trusting the right decision. So I kind of think it, it's not his talent. It's his his head. And he's been nicked up and hurt and injured and hit so many times. He's just not feeling the right flow of the game for the offense. Well, on the other side, you got the Giants who are actually playing pretty good D. Giants defense is actually playing pretty good. The more the offense helps them Blake, stay off the field, the more it seems like they're I, they've got. I some love of those Blake dudes. Martinez in this defense, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's great. I, great I think addition. I think I think if he was still on Green Bay, they'd be a pretty decent defense. Well, weren't they a decent defense last year? They were okay. They decent, they decent they, is they, what had, I just they had said. a lot of pressure, right? They got a lot of pressure. I mean, the Giants defense has two plus sacks in each of their last ten games. Of a season for the first time since at least 1940. They're definitely improving as the season goes along. The whole team on the other side of the but, ball, offensively, I would say Daniel Jones but, when Saquon comes back healthy. But just listen to that stat because I mean, think about when they won the Super Bowl. Right, that's where I was going. They had Tucker. That's exactly where I was about to go because on the offensive side, if Daniel Jones keeps progressing the way he is, when Saquon comes back, you're going to have a legit running game, and Daniel Jones isn't going to have to be asked to do as much. And it's going to be very similar then to those runs that they made with Eli Manning, which had a really great defense that could rush the passer and an offense that didn't cause a lot of issues. I still I, I love the Giants. If they can lose a couple more games, still keep that high draft pick. I think the future's bright. Oh yeah. And again, Joe well, Judge. They gotta play is, Dallas is, one more time, so that's a victory. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> that's a team that's probably not gonna win another game. You know, if Dallas keeps losing though, and they can re-sign Dak, and they can get high we'll enough get to there. draft that left we'll tackle, we'll get there. Easy, we'll get there. We'll get It'll there. Producer hasn't tuned in just yet because we're not there yet. 
But it, moving, on, moving on, we do believe that one of those teams is kind of on the rise, one's kind of on the fall. We can all kind of consensus on that. I agree. I still like to see the Eagles if they're completely healthy, but I, think I agree the Giants with actually that. win the division. But I think now. they prove they, they don't have a lot of depth. They and are that, one of that those going to be. They're one of the teams that's been got snake bit by injuries this year. For sure, for sure. We'll see what happens. All right, moving on. We got the Steelers thirty six over the Bengals at. 10. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this game either. We spent too much time on the last game too, guys. We gotta. <laughs> right, we gotta, gotta stick to this a little bit. Burrow and Higgins are going to ball out for the rest of their careers. Can Mixon get healthy and be part of that? I, If he can stay on the field. I mean, they already paid him money, so yeah, yeah. sure. That could be a dangerous situation going forward for sure. They're growing. Again, Bengals, the, Steelers, the Steelers are 9-0. and Bengals are in a great spot. Just be competitive sometimes and get that high draft pick. I feel like this always comes up when a team goes deep into the season undefeated. Are the Steelers... A really good team, or have they just caught in some breaks and they're one of the not so good undefeated teams? Well, I think their offense does enough, but their defense. I still think they're a good team in the AFC for sure, but some of the victories they've had over some of the teams leave you with a little bit of doubt. So it'll be interesting to see if they can keep this going. And I mean, at this point, teams that go this far into the season undefeated are more likely than not to go to the Super Bowl. Whether they win or not is different, but they're more likely than not to go. So how that well, plays out. I don't out, see any AFC team getting past the Chiefs. Well, and that's kind of where I'm going. Like, yeah. I mean, do I could see the Steelers losing in the first round of the playoffs. I, I honestly could. Steelers are going to be definitely a matchup team. Like, well, what team do they get? They'll have first round bye. So second round of the playoffs. They they should where they're at right now they should get a first round bye, so they should have a chance. They won't have they shouldn't have to play the Chiefs till the sec the till the, the AFC Championship game. So, well, I mean, if they get there, they're gonna have to to even have the top seed in the first round bye. They're gonna have to go undefeated the rest of the season because honestly, I don't see the Chiefs losing again. I don't know. I kind of hope the Raiders beat them. They, they still going to play the Raiders again, which I don't see the Raiders beating them again. I they feel like the Chiefs the Broncos, are going to lose at least they once play or the twice. Chargers. Those are two. Those are three wins. <laughs> I mean, there's only six weeks left, right? Yeah, but don't they got to pay Tampa? Because I'm pretty sure we play. Yeah, they play Tampa. Yeah. So I mean, there might be. That'd be actually be a really good. They still game. play New that Orleans. Will maybe New Orleans? be a good game. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right, so. moving moving along from getting off the subject here with other teams but yeah i will we'll see if the steelers are legit okay let's move so we got the bills actually losing to the cardinals kyler murray is to looking amazing well that catch by d hop oh that was money that was money but even to get the throw off was crazy yeah the, the fact that he like rolled all the way out and then he literally i mean he looks Threw like he against just, his body 45 plus yards up a prayer Oh, that was a dart, dude. He, I mean, a prayer in the sense that watch it, he watch was surrounded by three guys. Watch it again. He puts everything he has into this throw. Yeah, but uh, dude, everything. He's got a strong arm because not many quarterbacks in the league can throw across their body, running to their left as a right-handed quarterback, and make that throw. Again, it's a prayer. And again, it Any got Hail answered. Any Hail Mary is a prayer. And it got answered. But not many guys can make the throw that he did to even get that option. So Murray's only, I believe, five touchdowns away from, yeah, from Cam Newton's record of fourteen rushing, 
rushing. Yeah, you're yeah, talking that, rushing. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Okay, so we're going to eat crow on this. I mean, Kyler Murray is obviously the best rushing quarterback in the league. but Caleb is right for once. It does happen. <laughs> it happens occasionally. You guys are going to come around on that now? And, again, we're not saying Lamar is bad. I'm just saying Murray is a little so bit better. I, I think it's a lot of the offense that he runs because every time I watch him, they're spread, they spread the defense out so much that he has so large lanes to run through. Here's the thing. Let me let me jump in real quick, Zach, and then you guys can keep going. I think he's a little bit better thrower than Jackson is. Not a little Absolutely. bit. He's a lot better thrower Absolutely. than Lamar Jackson. There's no and argument so there. It allows Cliff Kingsbury to be able to have a more diverse kind of spread offense to get him in those positions, whereas Greg Roman in Baltimore I think is very stale. Very well, stale. If you watch any game that Jackson's playing, they're gonna load eight or nine in the box and force him to beat them throwing. Where Kyler Murray, they know he can beat them throwing. So he's got when he runs, there's literally nobody near him. I don't think Lamar has regressed passing. I think the offensive play calling. Yes, he has. has. No, I think the offensive play calling has regressed because they. If you go back and look at their oh. games, they'll have like. Two to three guys maybe running routes. They, they know where, they know where they're going. They ha- he has no options to throw the ball because they can double team everybody running a route. Again, they know where he's going with the ball. Imagine Lamar in the same offense that Kyler Murray's playing. I'm not saying he would maybe be as good as it is Kyler, but I think he'd be real damn close. He ran the same thing in college. And he wouldn't won a be Heisman. as. I don't think he'd be good as Kyler, but I think he would be better. He than won what a Heisman doing it in college. That's, that's why I'm saying I think it would be very identical. He would look better than what he looks right now. Murray reminds me of Dante Hall. But as a quarterback, that's a crazy comparison. But he does have that shiftiness, that quick shiftiness. So here's a stat for Murray: Kyle Murray has one plus passing TD and one plus rushing TD in five straight games. Only quarterback in NFL history. This game catapulted him into the MVP conversation. I'm yes. not saying he's going to get there. I'd agree. I'd too. agree. But it put him in it, and it almost took Russ out because of how poorly Russ is he out. played. After the last three games, Russ is not 10, out. He's had ten turnovers in the last. Well, three I think games. it's between Mahomes. Russ is still in the top three. Mahomes. Russ is not in the top three. Yes, he is. Not anymore. I think it's Mahomes, Murray, Brady, Rogers. Brady's Rogers. I think I still think Russ is in there. Nope. Nope, he's out now, right? As of right now, he's out. And and based on the schedule he has coming up, I don't know if he can stay in it. Because he's going to have to do too – we'll get there, but he's going to have to do too much. Well, let's talk about the Bills a little I bit. I feel bad that – I mean, Josh Allen led the team down, scored the touchdown to get ahead. Josh Allen's and a dark horse MVP still. I wouldn't go that far, but – it's, it's Dark a little horse early. means he's on the outside looking in, Pinky. It doesn't mean he's necessarily in I mean, the if race. Russell Wilson's out – then Josh Allen can't be in. Josh Allen's numbers are better than Russell Wilson's right now. No, they're not. Yes, they are. The last three games, they are. No, overall season-wise, he doesn't have as many passing yards, but he has less turnovers. He has close. He has more overall touchdowns, I do believe, because he's running the ball, too. Right now, I think he is ahead of Russell Wilson. Who, Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Stat man over here. Producer's getting me. He's got some stats for us, and he, I'm on. I'm on. I'm not going to buy into that yet. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just saying Russell's got some tough, tough stretch but game coming up. I, I still, I still think the Bills are going to win that division. I like Josh Allen. He's grown. He's looking good. See, I kind of feel like Miami might take the division. We're going to get there when we talk about Miami, but I'm with you. But Wilson also has seven more touchdowns. So. He does. Money. Overall or just passing? 
producer. That's just passing, right? But he has some rushing touchdowns too, which puts him back into the conversation. So I think he's probably two total touchdowns up on Allen if he's got seven more passing. Because I believe it's just the Allen turnovers that are killing Russell Wilson rushing right touchdowns? now, unfortunately. And here's the thing. Based on his schedule, and I can't remember it exactly, but based on his schedule, I remember thinking they might be looking to barely squeak into the playoffs based on the way that defense plays. And if Russ has to keep trying to do everything, well, that's I the hardest I division of football, I believe, right now. That is the toughest division in football. Absolutely, it, it is. It used to be the crappiest. It did, and then they came around. I it's, mean, that, that division tough. Is, is tough. Like I think the Cardinals are in the lead yeah. with the Seahawks now. Yeah, no, they're they they're above the Seahawks well, okay, because yeah. they beat them. Yeah, because they beat them. Exactly, yeah. same record, but tiebreaker. Um, but yeah, I think they're they might be on the outside looking in when it all comes said and done. And the Bills, instead of winning the division, like Zach's preluding to here that we'll get to in a little bit, they might be one of the wild cards instead of the division winner, like you guys were kind of thinking at the beginning of the season. So, and and let's be honest, Patriots are still in that mix. And we can talk about that in a little bit too, but they're still in that mix too. So that division actually is turning out to be one of the better divisions and, and storylines to watch this season compared to the last, what, 19 years? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think Cam Newton's going to rush for another nine touchdowns. Again, two plays and their record would be two games over 500 instead of two games under 500. But their record's not. So, I, But I'm just saying they're not a bad team. They might not even make the playoffs. They may not. They may not. But I'm saying they're. I still think they're good enough to con- continue. So we'll see. When you guys were mentioning Kyler Murray earlier, do you guys realize he's second in rushing touchdowns? Yes. In the NFL? yes. 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 Yeah. I, I didn't realize. I've been talking about it all season. Oh, you? Pay attention, oh. producer. You listen to every <laughs> podcast we make, and you haven't heard that yet. I listen to every single one, so you realize how easy it is to zone Caleb out. God, you guys are Very cold, easy to zone Caleb yeah, out. Is, you easy. guys are cold. Seahawks, Rams. All right, Seahawks, Rams. <laughs> the Rams, 23. I don't know Over the here, Seahawks, I don't know. 16. So the Rams' D look great. Talking R- about Russell Wilson. Ramsey is just a beast. Ramsey shut Metcalf down. Shut him Big down. Big time. He went number one cornerback in the league on well, him. Well, I think I I heard today that Ramsey's only given up three total receptions to Metcalf, and two of them were this game. And two, yeah, and two of them were this game. I mean, I think he only played them one time last year because of the trade, but still, that's pretty crazy when you're shutting down an elite receiver like Metcalf. I mean, the turnovers for the Seahawks didn't help. I mean, that's really what kind of turned this game. I mean, it's a close game. It's within one score. But you, you, it's gonna, you, you don't want to turn the ball over to the Rams because they, they can do enough to win every week. So with that being said, on the Rams' side of the ball offensively, are we looking at a just continuous three-headed muster going forward on the backfield? I mean, Henderson looked pretty good in this game from what I saw. Akers got a majority of the carries, though. Which is, he should start coming on. This is about the time Akers should have it fill, you know, figured out. He should start getting some more sh- more carries. Well, and he's hopefully healthy, right? He's the most talented running back that they have, without a doubt. Nothing? Nothing? Yes, well, I'm right. It's okay. People, I know. He's a four. You, you I'm, I'm right. saying he's good. 
And he's a Florida State guy, and I hate Florida State. But when I saw him do with a sh- I, really crappy O line for multiple seasons at Florida State, this guy's legit. That's something Pinky and I can agree on hating Florida State. I like that. I, I do think he's the most talented in the back. I don't know. Henderson's really talented, too, I think. I think Malcolm Brown needs to get put to the side for now. I don't think Henderson can move laterally. Up and down, yes. I mean, he 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 does good things when he gets the opportunities, I feel like. So I don't feel like you take the ball away from him. You might be able to do more of a 60-40 split here. And let I feel Akers like, I feel like you still have more, more with Akers. Henderson's still good. And then Malcolm Brown's like that plotter when you need that extra like two, three yards, like put Malcolm Brown in. He did have two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Other side of the ball real quick with Seattle going back to this. I I I feel like we might be starting to watch a train wreck take place. I, I don't know about that, but that defense is not good enough to carry them. When their offense does not have a good day, it's, it's going to be is tough. really banged up. Well, yeah, and they don't have and, cr- and that's kind of continuously over the last couple of years it seems like. Yeah. So real quick on the Rams. So the Rams' defense has allowed three points or fewer in the second half of eight of nine games this season. It's a good defense. That's a, that's a good stat, stat, man. It's a really good defense. I did not know that. That's crazy. And I love Aaron Donald. He's but like we've talked about players. their their schedule and their record. They haven't played the greatest team. So some of that is a product of how good they are defensively. I think some of it's a product of the, offensive, the offenses that they've played. All I know, they have a good defense. Is with the oh, Cardinals. Absolutely. They have the best defensive player in the league on their line. Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams. This is going to get fun the next couple weeks. It man. is. Absolutely. absolutely. Some good matchups are coming up. Yeah, that's for sure. Good. Speaking of division, Niners, Saints are next, Zach. Niners, Saints. Yep. Saints 27 over the San Francisco 49ers 13. I mean, did anybody expect the Niners to put up much of a fight? They are so banged up. They're really banged up. Well, really I banged heard up. Moster might be coming back in the next week or two. He comes, he's supposed to come back this week. Yeah. Oh, that should save him. <laughs> it's not going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, to I mean, do a lot. But producer, it doesn't, game. it doesn't hurt. Shanahan came out with high praise for Jimmy G. Does anybody actually Again, believe him and think he's going to be there next if year? If the 49ers are I like. I think this is a lost season for the 49ers. If the 49ers are top five next year and then they get a top draft pick and they get Bosa back, like, come on now. Their defense is still pretty I mean, it's decent, right? It's okay. Now. It's okay. But you get but Bosa back, and you Sherman's out too. You think he comes back next year? Uh, I think it's kind of on the way out. I, I think it's time for Sherman to go. They got um, mostly. Mostly is a guy, cornerback that's on the come up. He's really good. Yeah. I mean, they had they had enough to knock Drew Brees out. They made James Winston play. Jameis Winston play. You know. They tried, but they just they just don't have the. Well, horsepower. the game was already pretty much over. So let's go to that side of the ball. Zach's wife's favorite team, New Orleans Saints. Really, she's a Nola fan. Her family's from Louisiana. That explains a lot. So what do we think? What do we think going forward? No Drew Brees. Big LSU fans. Big L. Okay. Okay. Um. I. D- I mean, it depends on how many games Breeze loses or, or misses. Well, can Winston keep him afloat? We had a very heated conversation about this before we I mean, we I still came think on, they make guys. the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, who does Winston play, though? 
Like, what teams is he playing? Well, I know he's playing Atlanta next week. <sighs> I kind of like Atlanta in that game. No way. No way. I like Atlanta Winston in that game. Winston put up four touchdown passes his last time against Atlanta. A healthy Saints team against Atlanta? And Jameis, yeah, he turns the ball over, but he also wins games. They were 8-8 eight and eight last year. He also look, loses games. Look, he ain't got no Mike Evans, and he ain't got no Chris Godwin on that team right now. No, you're right. He just has Alvin Kamara. He just has Jared Cook. And he, he doesn't dink Thomas. and dunk. He's got Emmanuel Sanders. I'm sorry. Wait. Did I, Sanders no might have a good game because Sanders is the only deep threat on that team right now. What about Callaway? Or, Dude, you watch. Or he's going to be Harris. different. He's going to be different with Sean Payton being under Drew Brees. He's going to be different. This is not Bruce Arians forcing him to throw the ball down. You will get. Now that he did you it. will get the wrath of Pinky if Atlanta Falcons come out and win that game. I don't think they're going to so win you know. the game. You can only give me that wrath if Jamo plays bad. Jamo, and I am not a bad. I am not a Jamo fan at all. And Jamo's not going to. Not play a Jamo fan at all. But I think he is going to do good things in New Orleans. He's going to turn the ball over. <laughs> moving on. Mo- moving on. Okay, we got. Well. We got the Chargers twenty one, the Dolphins twenty nine. We're skipping the Pats and the and the. We'll Ravens come back here? to it. Well, that was a Sunday night game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Chargers Dolphins. I don't know why I listed it like that. Okay. Chargers Dolphins. Brian Flores. Paperwork. Yeah, you did Stat great work. Stack money. Dolphins. Brian Flores, coach of the year. I am calling it right now. I can see that. Real, real quick question: Who would you rather have, Herbert or Tua? Herbert. I can't say just yet. No, Herbert. I think Herbert has more weapons and a more well-rounded team around him, so I think it's too early and too unfair to judge just yet. Tua's doing some pretty good things with not a great team that everybody thought, and they're actually looking a lot better. I think the Dolphins are better coached than the Chargers are. I think that plays a lot to do with it. I actually think Anthony Lynn's a good coach. I just think Brian Flores is is turning into a generational coach. I don't know about generational, but – he gets his team ready to play. So I was reading an article earlier today about the three rookie quarterbacks, Burrow, Tua, and Herbert. And based on the article, they said Tua has the best chance to succeed because of running backs, receivers, offensive line. Herbert was two. Burrow was three. Well, funny you say that because right now uh, ESPN's top-ranked rookies, Herbert's one, Burrow's two, Jefferson three. Well, this was overall four. in their career. Well, okay. Tua's only had three I, games. I know. So. I just think it's funny that even still after these three games, he's not even in the top ten. He's only had three. So just well, saying. In one game, he only threw what, like two passes? He didn't throw many. He threw ninety-three yards. Yeah. I just think it's kind of funny. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. This is a second. This was his second game, wasn't yeah, it? And he only had fifteen receptions for one hundred and sixty-nine yards. So it's not like he blew the. You know. No, but again, I think it's a younger team still developing, figuring out who they are compared to Justin Herbert, who took over what a lot of people thought was going to be a possible playoff team based on the talent that is on that team. Yeah, but that, a lot of that talent's hurt on the defensive side. Right, but not on the offensive side of the ball. Well, Eckler's hurt. I mean, that's a major piece, I think. Yeah, if they had Eckler, okay, I think they'd do a lot better. Still, I mean, he's throwing to some very good talent. I mean, they talent. got Caleb Balazs out there, which – the Jets Who's have, looking good? Don't don't throw. Yeah, him under but the, bus the like Jets that. still only had him for what five minutes. I think I think he did himself a favor by not staying with the Jets. You I think there's Gase a reason did him he a didn't favor. look good. <laughs> I'm I'm just I love Brian Flores. 
He's a great coach. I like Brian absolutely, Flores, yeah. and I, I think agree. I think that's a lot of their success is coaching. Absolutely, because I think they're undermanned in most games they played. Their defense is actually coming out pretty good. They play a great scheme. They really do. I actually have their defense ranked pretty high this week in DFS against the Broncos. So you still good with them pulling Fitzpatrick? I think right now their passing offense is better with Fitzpatrick than Tua. But just the team overall is playing pretty good. I I wouldn't have – if you want to make the playoffs, I would have kept Fitzpatrick in. That's kind of my point, just sitting there saying, like, smartest coach, just like, you know, things like that. But you gotta, you got to play Tua to see where you're at because they're going to they're gonna have a top 10 draft pick because of the Texans. Yep. So you got to see what you have in Tua because if you if you Tua goes out there and he really, really sucks – Top 10, they're going to have a top five. Yeah, they're gonna they they would have the chance to draft a quarterback, so you got to get the information on Tua. You just have to. Yeah, so that that's that's all it was. They have to get that information. Well, and I think Tua being left-handed and rolling out, you know, to the left side, kind of confuses I, the defense a little bit because they're like, you know, most people roll out. I'm not a big Tua fan in general, but I'm a big Brian Flores fan. And I think he's really like I don't know if he might be the one guy out of the out of the Belichick tree that learned like how to call a defense and how to to create mismatches and how to attack a team's strengths. They do really good. They're going to be fun to watch. I think both of those quarterbacks are going to be a lot of fun to watch over the next ten plus years. All right, moving on. The Vikings. Well, actually, let's go back to Baltimore. Losing to the I Pats. Mean, did we take anything out of this game since it was in a pouring, you know, it was just Missed. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I take away that New England is an actual good team. You don't stick with Baltimore, who is a – we all know they're a good team. They've I just think it was a good scheme year. against Jackson. I don't think Baltimore is as bad as a team as they showed. You know who's kind of a – Dud is uh, Hollywood Brown. Can we even call him Hollywood Brown anymore? I think that's offensive Maybe play we should call. call I don't think it's him. Fresno Brown. I think he. Mark needs Andrews to be- looks bad too. Yeah, Mark Andrews should not look this bad. He was a top DFS tight end this week. Hollywood says he's healthy and he's not getting the looks. And Lamar Jackson says everybody knows what plays they're calling. That is not on the talent. That is on the play calling. And which, Greg Roman stale after a couple is, years. Again, it's it's known. And this is Greg Roman. He did it in San Francisco. It happened in Buffalo, and it's happening in Baltimore. So this is the problem I have with Baltimore. Why are you rushing Lamar Jackson 11 times when you have Dobbins? I mean, Ingram's getting older. Edwards is obviously doing pretty good this year. So why is he running the ball 11 times? How did, how did Dobbins only get five carries? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. What know, makes for no having the best that, run yeah. last year, and then this year, it's like, what the hell happened? Everyone knows what they're doing. What makes what no sense doing. is, is Harbaugh is a great coach. Not a good coach. A great coach. And he's allowing this to continue. But, it's blowing and my And again, mind. how did the Patriots run the ball as well as they did against the Ravens' defense? Because they're not bad. I keep telling you guys this. They are not bad. They had some bad football bounces, which happened some years. 
shoot, the year Matt Castle took over, what did they go? Like 12 and 5 and still didn't make the playoffs? 11 and 5. 11 and 5, I mean, I'm sorry, and still didn't make the playoffs? Correct. Like sometimes. Because Miami went like 12 and 4 yeah. with Chad Pennington. It was ridiculous. Sometimes Pennington. the football just bounces a funny way. That's It's just known. And I think they've had some funny bounces, but they're still a good team. Maybe not great, maybe not Super Bowl contender, but I think they could still sneak into the playoffs good. Will they? I, I don't know, but I think they're good enough to do that still. I, I mean, I think that division's locked up with Miami and probably Buffalo winning the division. So Miami's probably going to be a wild card. I don't see New England making the playoffs this it, year. It's going to be really interesting to see Cleveland, Miami, and the Raiders. Fight for playoff. Position. I think Cleveland's not going to make it. I think they're the odd man, odd man out here. I think the Patriots and Baltimore are in that conversation too. To be honest with you, there is going to be a bottom. The Patriots aren't winning that division now, probably, with the way Pittsburgh's at. So I mean, they're going to be fighting for one of the wild. Baltimore, I mean Baltimore. Sorry, um, Baltimore with the way Pittsburgh's playing. So they're going to have to be fighting for one of those those wild cards. Yeah, too. but Baltimore's there's, there's defense will carry them through. Maybe. They haven't looked great here the last couple I, of games. I still think Baltimore maybe loses two more games. That's it? Who do they still have left to play? They're, they have, they're, they've got the easiest strength to Yeah, schedule. they have the easiest strength. I mean, they play the Steelers one more time, right? Then They, they play, play the Browns. The too. Browns. And they play the Bengals, too. And they play the Bengals. So that's week 14 already. I can see them losing two of those games. And that, that's just what they have left there. I just, they stomped the Browns. They're yeah, going to stomp they the Browns. They stomp the Browns. Will they? Because if they keep playing the way they are and the calls keep going on the offensive side the way they are, well, when you got the Browns Baker will beat them. Throwing 150 yards, 15 of 20. Why do you need to throw more than that if you're Baker? Because you're getting 250-plus rushing yards. They're going to control the clock. Their defense is not bad. And if Baltimore is that predictable, they're going to be even better. So what's so, to say Baltimore? Wins are you that saying game? the Browns are going to get it over Baltimore? They could. I don't see it. I'm telling you right now, Baltimore does not change their offense right now. They're not getting into the playoffs. I know that's crazy to say. I'm not trying to be hot take, but I'm saying they are getting so predictable on the offensive side that they just don't look so, like they can move the ball. I think they make their adjustment. I think it would be. It's going to be real interesting. Baltimore, Cleveland, the Raiders, and the Dolphins. It's, it's going to be fun yeah. going down the stretch. It is. That's it's for sure. Be a lot of fun to watch. Dolphins are getting a win this I, week. I so. think the Raiders probably have the best chance because they still got to play us one more time. They still got to play San Diego one more time. So and they play the Chiefs this week. It'll be interesting well, to see down the stretch. I mean, they're going to. Sure. I think Chiefs at home. They're going to lose. Probably. Probably. Vikings. Bears. Uh, Vikings. Did you guys legit. watch this game? I I did. I watched a I little bit of it. I just kind of watched stats on my phone. I was at a very nice dinner with my wife, so I hope you're eating that prime rib. Honestly, I was. I was at Prime at the Bellagio. Nice. Yeah, dude. he was. Nice. It was yeah. It's fantastic. Dude, we money. had the we had the water Bellagio water show right in front of us. So on this game, I got to talk about Justin Jefferson. You that he's going to take over the number one spot. I think probably next year. Yeah, Thielen. imagine Thielen as a number two. That's scary. And Kirk Cousins looked good. Their 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 run game looked awful. Kirk Cousins looked good in that passing game. So I heard an interesting stat about Cook while I was watching the game. So the Bears against Cook have only allowed him thirty eight point seven rushing yards. So per game, so that's absurd. They that's did, absurd. They sold out though to stop the run, but, which is what you should do against the Vikings. Cook still had 
I believe over 96 yards. 30 carries for 96 Thir- yards. 30 carries, though. Well, that's, I, that's their game. I though. still think Cousins keeps proving people wrong, though. And if you load the hey. box with those weapons he has, he will beat you. Kirk Cousins, congrats on your first Monday Night Football win. Proud of you. Yeah, first win in 10 career games on Monday night. One in nine. That is brutal. That is brutal. Thankfully, Here, you played a quarterback. That's really bad. Well, and granted, he played for the Washington football team before this, so that doesn't help a lot either. Well, I right. actually heard today that the Bears had uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Is that his name? Yeah. Come in. No. <laughs> yeah. That's re- awesome. Come so in. they really don't think Trubisky's going to be healthy. Well, both of them are injured. Well, Tr- the, I thought, Trubisky has I thought they were hoping injury. out of out of the bye week, Trubisky's shoulder would be healthy enough to start. Well, obviously, I read the article. They're going to have him come in and that's scary. Try out. That's really scary. Even Dallas was like, "We're good." <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're good. Real quick on this game, I gotta say that catch Thielen hand in the end zone was awesome. Thielen's a wide receiver one. He is really good. So, I mean, I think the Vikings are making a push, and I think they're going to be in the playoff hunt. I still don't think they make the playoffs. That's going to be tough. But do you think they're at least putting themselves in the conversation now, whereas before you said no way in hell? They're on the outside looking in. Yeah, I think they're on the – because you still got Tampa. You still got the Saints. I mean, that's two spots almost. Green Bay. Green Bay. You You got Cardinals. You got the Seahawks. You got the Rams. Yeah, I – they're not making the playoffs. They're on I said the out- it week they're on the one they're on this close. podcast. They're close. And I'm going to stick to it. They're not making the playoffs. Are they looking better as a team? Yes. Their passing defense still sucks. They're playing good football, though. They are. Matter of fact, are. DFS, I like Amari Cooper this week. Well, I don't like any Dallas receiver against any team. I do any Andy team. Dalton coming back. I like him a lot, actually. Well, I don't know if I like him a lot, but I do like him against Minnesota's passing D. We'll get into that in a second. We got to go back to... The Broncos. And yeah, the we Rangers. always talk about it last. I, I'm okay. not really sure so, why. It's, it's the it's the game we talk <laughs> about for a little while because we're Broncos fans. Now, again, I will say I was in enemy territory because there were a lot of – it's Vegas. There was a lot of Raiders fans. A lot of Raiders All fans. All I got to say is where was that Devontae Booker when he was on the Broncos? Right. He didn't run into his O-lineman once. Well, we had a terrible offensive line when he was here, uh, terrible play callers when he was here. He wasn't given or afforded a lot of options. I mean. And it's not looking any better right now. Carr didn't have to do a damn thing in this game because both Jacobs and Booker had two touchdowns each. Pinky, do we want to talk about Fangio and how great he is? Hold on, hold on. They don't have, they didn't have one. said that enough. They didn't have one starter on the D-line, though. I don't care. It matters. I don't care. You come in. You come into a game with not one of your starters on the D line. But I heard it's been the last four games. It's been a lot of games. Because Shelby Harris is out with COVID. Up the fifth most. Shelby Harris out with COVID. Mike Purcell's on IR. Um, who else is out there? Like almost your whole D line is not out there. You're playing backups. You had to pick up Sylvester Williams off the street, who hadn't played in a whole year. And you've got Deshaun Williams, who's from CSU Pueblo, playing. Hey, come on, do dude. I need to say it again? They don't build up talent. If they're not given anything, there, there's, as your why, quote, why are you dissing on, the Colorado kids? Look at Eckler. <laughs> I love my Colorado kids. Pinky, they're and not he, good. Deshaun coaches. Williams tries hard, but real they quick, are not good coaches. One bright side of the Broncos: Brandon McManus has surpassed 
Matt Prater at 682 for the third most points scored in Broncos history. Do not care. Who's number one? Elam. Elam, yeah. Come for sure. On. For sure. Had to pose the question. Look, all I know is I've, I – and I agree. I would I would probably can this coaching staff and pick a whole new one up. Yeah. Oh, we We're on the verge of Joe Ellis having to go uh, Elway go. Although, I have no idea – what coaching staff would want to come here? I don't. I don't know. I do. There's a lot of talent on this team, if healthy. If Elway, Still the youngest offensive team, yes, and they, they get a little bit of leeway for that. I think they're pl- they're running a horror. Like Shermer's the worst. He's literally going in with a game plan of, this is what I want you to run. I know you're not good enough of a quarterback to run what I want, so I'm just gonna have you keep running it. It's not even that. It's like putting Tom Brady in Lamar Jackson's offense. That's what Shermer's doing to Locke. It has nothing to do with you're not talented That enough. is a great analogy. It, it has everything to do with these are terrible play calls, and you're putting your quarterback who's young I, and still learning in awful positions where he's getting lit up. I am lit not up. I am not an X's and O's guy for the most part. Like I don't know all the intricacies of the game. But when I watch, I'm like, why are you running that play? That makes no sense at all. You have Noah Fant. You have Jerry Judy. You have Tim Patrick, and yet – you can't Hamler's get them looking open. good too. And Hamler's looking good. Were there a lot of drops that game though too? No. I mean no more than Not, previously. I mean it, the Broncos are in the top five of drop passes in the league. So they're not helping the quarterback out. But uh, all the, the, the O line didn't look great either. The O line didn't look good. But again, the scheme could help. All of this. Put your talent in positions to succeed, not force them to try and succeed. So, question. Do we keep Von Miller? Or do we let him go? At this point, you move him. If you can get back, let's say, two first-ish so he's got He's got one year left, and it's like around $20 million. Can you move a guy like that? Well, yeah, he's still in his prime. For what? What can you get for him? I, I, I think you can get about two firsts. You're not getting two firsts for them. I think you can. At 31, you're not getting two firsts. One f- this isn't Dynasty, so I agree with Pinky. Two, you're not going to get two firsts two for a 31-year-old, and you owe $20 million to. I mean, I'd be happy with the first. Yannick Ngakwe didn't even get that, and he's much younger. Vaughn's way better. Well, yes, but... You're, you still didn't get it. Like, it's not going to happen. I think with our defense we have now in place, if we kept Vaughn, we'd have a top five defense. We had one before. No, no, no. And it's because the offense is so terrible, there's no way you could have a top five But look defense. what they're doing this year, even without Vaughn. They would, have, put, they would have a pretty good defense with Vaughn, with Mike Purcell. You know what they are going to have a top five? Pick. Yes. The Broncos are going to have a top five pick. That's awesome because we'll, we'll be, I'll be there. Who, be where awesome. do we go? Do we take another wide receiver? No. no, here's my real question. That if was Fields a joke. or Lancer on the board where we have him, do we let Lot go? Yes. I don't know about for Lance. I, s- I say for I mean, Fields. if we could get a right tackle, I think we would probably take a right tackle because our right tackle has been an I don't awful. think Locke is bad. I just think he has no time to do what he really think, wants to do. I think Locke is at a point right now. He's not quite where He's Darnold's in the same at. Boat as Darnold. Exactly. He, He's same very position. close to the same position that Darnold's in. His play calling is really bad. He's got really young guys. He's getting hurt and not being able to be on the field to learn and produce. 
they are identical situations. The only difference is again, people are way higher on Darnold than they what, are. What Lamar. can you do to protect a young quarterback? Give him easy reads and, and run the, the football and move the pocket. Well, move the pocket, but run the football. Lindsay has four touches. Are you kidding me? For two yards. Are you kidding me? The Raiders' defense is okay, but now, it's not I, that good. Now, I do want to go to the other side of the ball because the Raiders are good. They are a good football team. So, yes, Denver has a lot of injuries. Yes, Denver has terrible play calling. And yes, 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 down the list. The Raiders are a good football they are, team. They're they're a well-coached team. Fun fact. The Raiders are 6-3 and three or better for the third time in the last 20 years. Basically since the Super Bowl. They're, they're a well-coached team right now. They are. And, again, they didn't ask Derek Carr to do anything crazy. He, he had, what, 154 yards throwing? Well, he didn't need to. I mean, the rushing game for him was killing us. So, Which, again, when you, ha- when you lose your whole D-line, they didn't have a starter playing. The Broncos are going to give up rushing yards. Question about the Raiders. Does Ruggs ever become the one – Number one in Oakland. I, I, I do still think so. He's just been nicked up a little bit. I, There's I, still I, enough talent there. I this, still think he's the he's that guy that can run deep and draw coverage, which is what you need. But he's he he even in college he wasn't that guy. I think he's learning the route tree still. And if he picks it up, like I've kind of heard little murmurs about him doing, I think he will be the next Tyreek Hill. Being a longtime Raider fan. All I got to say is I'm still disappointed that they took the fastest wide receiver in the draft. They could have taken Jefferson. They could have taken Judy. They could have taken Dude, Lamb. How, they, how good mean, would they look with Mims, Lamb right now? Any of them. Ruggs is the only one that's not I putting up was, points. I think he was a little raw on his route tree. Not nearly anything like a Darius Hayward Bay. No, no, <laughs> I don't think he's that bad. He, but I think he is the most athletically gifted coming out of that class. I whoa. fastest yes, but not athletically gifted. Just yet. because you saw one video of him dunking from the free throw line, it, that that's not exactly I mean, what did it. It yes, it when when you can see somebody do something like that on a basketball court and have that kind of basketball footwork, background coming through right no, here. When, it's the footwork that in soccer. When you see guys that play those sports and you see the footwork that they have, it's huge. Jerry Judy and Jefferson have better footwork than Henry Ruggs. I'm not uh, again. They are, way more, they are way more polished in their routes. I agree. I'm saying he has what I've seen, the athletic ability to get there. I think he just needs to be coached up on his route tree so a little bit. If you put Henry Ruggs on the Chiefs, which they actually did have some rumors about really liking Henry Ruggs, I think that's a great move because they literally only need him to do one thing. These were the same complaints about Tyreek Hill coming out, and he's learned the route tree and but Tyreek Hill lot. only has one thing to do right now, or in the last five years, run deep and let Mahomes scramble long enough to. Well, throw that's it all to he him. has to do with no. the, all the rest of offensive He's talent. Done a lot more. Than, and again, you guys aren't giving him nearly what, enough credit for what his What does Tyreek Hill do? He, runs he draws coverage, so Kelsey is wide open all the time. He runs underneath. And he Hardman. runs the post. He Don't forget about every, Hardman. He runs every route in the field now, and he's thrown the ball in every he, route in the field is now. Learned and been very good as a route runner. Runner, but he's in what he year five? The ball. He's in what year five? Yeah. Give Ruggs a little bit of time. We're talking about Tyreek Hill is one of the best wide receivers in the league. Again, Give Ruggs just a Henry, little bit of time. Henry Ruggs is a luxury pick at eleven. They needed more than that. I feel Hill's first year was a lot better. Even if it was, he's got a lot better team. Not when he first came out. Well, I guess they'd still they made were, the playoffs. Yeah, Alex Smith was. Decent. 
he's a good game manager. All right. All right. Let's So Broncos top five pick. It's gonna happen. Let's pray for it to happen. We need it. I don't see us winning another game, really. No, based on what their schedule looks like down the stretch, I don't see them they're, winning they're another game. They're folding like a chair right now. Well, they should. I mean, we need Van, to. Van Joe's going to get fired. We'll have a whole new coaching staff, and I do think there's a very real possibility of Elway being gone. You think they'll think Ellis will get rid of Elway? I think you almost need to they're now because so buddy, his draft picks have be not hard. panned out. Yeah, I think he's, he might have to. Based well, on Elway's track last, record of drafts, free agents. But the, the ones before that were really. He good. hasn't done well. We uh, lucked overall, in the chub. Yeah. He totally lucked in the chub. Luck, lucked into Vaughn. No, we, we sucked Vaughn. for Vaughn. Right, we were second overall pick. So, I mean, it's kind of lucking into it. We were terrible. Well, we lucked into one of the best fast rushers of all time, which is rare. But So, with that all being said, I don't see us winning another game. It is a top five pick coming. Hey, and the, we'll just uh, hope for Nuggets, next year. The Nuggets just picked here. They did get Zeke Najane from forward from Arizona. I don't know who that is, but. He is super talented. A uh, little raw, but he he could be a serious, serious addition to that front court. So why do we keep picking raw players? Because it wasn't Bowl? Because, no, Bowl is polished. Bowl is polished. He had an injury. Bowl, That's why he Bowl's dropped. going to look pretty good, man. His injuries caused him to drop. He's going to help. I just I hate how we get dissed on because we're a Denver team, we're a small market team. Flyover City, it'll take some time, but we're getting a lot of Other love after the, Broncos. the bubble run. Right now, we're kind of getting dissed, but hey, Avs, Avs and Nuggets both made the playoffs. They were both there, and they're both going to be on the favorite side of championships next year. All right, moving on to some DFS. We want to do a little DFS, Zach. Why don't you go ahead and lead us into DFS? All right, we're going to go into DFS now. So I kind of have a lineup already made, so we'll just kind of go over it and see if we want to change anything or not. But I'm going to start at quarterback. I'm actually looking at two. I chose Ben Roethlisberger against Jacksonville. I think he's going to put up probably another four this week at 6,700. What do you say, Pinky? That's not... That's not bad. That's a good matchup. That is a good matchup. Question. Although the Jags are losing a lot, they're not getting blown out, it feels like, a lot. So could this be a trap game where he doesn't actually put up big numbers, kind of like Aaron Rodgers just did last week? Oh, Aaron Rodgers still put up 30-something DFS-wise. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have he's, – he's got Devontae Adams, but he doesn't have Juju, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, Claypool. Cl- Chase Claypool. Like – so Rodgersberg's got a lot at his. You're basically over. saying Rodgers put up decent fantasy numbers, still just not necessarily decent or great real life numbers per se. Correct. Okay. Okay. Correct. All right. All right. I, I could kind of get behind Herbert at Jack, at uh, the Jets as well. Oh I, my I, lord! Are you kidding me? Yeah. What's cheaper? There, there's a hundred dollar difference. Yeah, Herbert's sixty-eight hundred. And what's Roethlisberger? Sixty-nine. Sixty-seven. Oh, Roethlisberger's cheaper. Yeah. Oh, it's close though. It's close. I, those are probably – I actually like Cam Newton against Houston a lot too. Um, I think the value is there for him. I just – I have a feeling they just run the ball. That's just, that's I could just see me. Cam actually doing about 200 pass yards and a touchdown and then about 50 rush yards and two touchdowns. Well, I think Harris gets one of them. I'm yeah. high on Harris this week. I can almost see Cam doing one-on-one in my, in my opinion. 
So the next spot I'm going to go to is running back. And I like DeAndre Swift this week against Carolina. Yep. I think they're the worst rush or 31st maybe? 30th. 30th? Okay, yeah. They're, I mean, that's a really good matchup for him. Really like that. That looks good. <laughs> good. Plug it in. I I still think you got to go Dalvin Cook against Dallas. You got to put him in. It's nine. It's nine thousand. But Let, let's let yeah, let's see what else we line it out with. I I think he's not gonna keep. I think he'll have maybe a twenty or thirty. He's not gonna do forty fifty again. I just I think people are just gonna load that box a lot more as the season progresses. I don't think Dallas can load that box. That's just my opinion. He's awfully expensive. Yeah, what do you got next, Zach, and yours? So I'm actually going to stack Deontay Johnson with uh, Roethlisberger this week, only because when he's healthy and he plays a full game, he's seen over 10 receptions a game from Roethlisberger. And at 5,900, that's a pretty good buy. He is kind of a PPR machine is what he's turning into for them, it seems like. Only scoring touchdowns, too. He is When he's fully healthy. Do you think he has the big game there, or do you think Claypool does? Because they seem to be alternating. Well, like, like I said, he when he plays a full week? game, he's getting over 10 targets. Is he your new Tyler Lockett? I've never been high on Tyler Lockett. That's a lie. That's not a lie. Just because I have him in Dynasty, which I've been trying to get rid of for the last eight weeks. <laughs> Talking about being wide receiver one. He Well, he was for a while. Next. Next. All right. I actually plugged in Mike Williams at wide receiver. Again, going against the Jets. That's an interesting choice. I like it, actually. He has been getting some good looks here in recent weeks with Herbert playing. And that's the only reason I did it is because of Herbert and the Jets. Jets are bad. Jets are so very bad. Real yeah. bad. Real bad. So then, actually, I have a sleeper this week. Ooh. It may be good, it may be bad, but I actually like Marquise Brown against Tennessee. I think they write the ship this week. Baltimore. Man, I've been saying that for the last, like, five weeks. So yeah, but the I... 29th-ranked passing defense? Spend 200 more and get Justin Jefferson against Dallas. Oh, my. So Diggs is out, right? So their best cornerback is out of the game. Thielen obviously is going to be the guy, and they're going to be stacking the box for Cook. That's going to open up the passing game huge. Yeah. I do like Jefferson a lot this week. Yeah. Pay the extra 200. Get Jefferson. Do you have wiggle room in your lineup right now, Zach, or are you already maxed out? I'm maxed out. Oh, interesting. Okay, let's see what else you got then, because if we go the route you're on right now. I got tight end Mark Andrews against Tennessee. You're going to stack Andrews and Marquise Brown? Their passing defense just sucks. I have, I just have a feeling this week about the Baltimore passing. What yeah. about Hawkinson versus Carolina? I do like that too. Is he cheaper than Andrews? Hawkinson's yeah. forty two hundred. Andrews is the number one tight end this week. Yep, forty nine hundred. Oh, so you save your money and you can go get the wide receiver Pinky's talking about. So that's an you interesting can. decision to to make if you wanted to change. You can, that. and then we'll go to defense. I actually have the Dolphins at 3,400 against the Broncos. Perfect. That's a great play. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know if you can get any better. They Don't they have like two two weeks straight now where they've gotten special teams yeah. touchdown? And a defensive touchdown, I and, believe. And Rippon might start. 
Yeah. He is starting. Locke's not playing this week. Locke's so not going to play. I really am high on the Dolphins. Oh, my. That's a great pick. I love that. So then we'll go with the other running back. And I have Naheem Hines against Green Bay. I like that play. At 5,200. Yeah, I like that play. Cheaper side, and he's definitely going to produce. Like, I don't see that. I don't see that not hitting. Well, because you keep Hines in the game if you know. Well, all three downs. Right. If Rogers starts doing what he knows how to do, and if they end up getting up and they have to move the pass, then that really opens up. I actually think Indy has a good chance of beating Green Bay this week. Well, I think they're a good team, so that doesn't that doesn't necessarily surprise me. But I like I like the Naheem's Hines Naheem Hines play against Green Bay. So then in my flex. I actually have Connor at 6,600 against Jacksonville. I mean, he definitely gets into the end zone. It's just how many yard, total yards do you think he has? Like 50-50? Because that's still 100 <sighs> yards and a touchdown. I'm predicting 89 yards in one touch. Okay, what about his passing? Uh, I'm going to say three receptions for 30. 30. That's good. I think you're on the low side, and here's the reason why. I think they're going to go up early, fast, and they're going to get to running the ball sooner. And that's kind of why I like them this week is right. because they're just going to, you know, as soon as they go up three touchdowns, hopefully to Deontay Johnson. <laughs> here's here's the problem with they're that. They're going to run Connor. If they do that, when they get up like that, they start resting Connor. And Snell starts coming in. McFarland starts getting touches. And those have actually been the games where he has lower production. They didn't do it last week against Cincy. So based on the lineup – I'm putting in here. Screw your lineup. Mine's I better. got enough to put Nick Chubb in the flex against the Eagles. Oh, my God. Okay, Pink. Okay, wait. Is your lineup done now? Yeah, my lineup's completely okay, done. Okay, roll down your lineup real quick. All right. So, I have Roethlisberger, yep. 67. Hines at 52. Swift at 64. Brown at 58. Deontay Johnson at 59. I accidentally just deleted Mike Williams at 51. Bastard. Then I have Mark Andrews at 49, Connor at 66, and the Dolphins D. Okay. All right. He he's he's going heavy a couple different teams there. AFC North. I just um, like the matchups. I'm not saying they're bad, honestly. But I am interested now to hear what Pinky's saying because he talked about a couple different guys, so, and now he's talking Chubb and a flex. I took I, I, I took a, a similar approach to Zach because he has some great points here. I did take I put Herbert in. Against the Jets. Which I like a lot yep, this yep. week. Yeah, not DeAndre Swift. Okay, against Carolina, Naheem Hines against Green Bay. Okay, Deontay Johnson against Jacksonville, Mike Williams against the Jets, Justin Jefferson against Dallas, T.J. Hawkinson against Carolina, Chubb against the Eagles, and then the Dolphins defense. Oh man, those sound both I, really I strong. I actually like. I'm going to play that lineup too. That's a good lineup. That's a great lineup. That's really good. Guys, it's just a couple little tweaks here and there on each lineup. But good good man, matchup this week. I, yeah. I, don't know if I can actually go wrong have another week. lineup that I made. Oh, yes. Ooh, I want to hear this. We can get this. three in. What's that? We can get three in this three week. Let's in. hear it. So I actually like Cam Newton a lot this week against Houston, the 25th ranked opposing defense against quarterbacks. But Cam Newton's going to throw 225, one touchdown. I like one, that. Rushing touchdown. That sounds about right. And I actually paired him with Harris because I think he's going to go over 100 in the touch. He seems to always go over 100. If he can get that touchdown, that's where you win. Yes, that's where you win. At 5,700, that's a great value. I have DeAndre Swift in again because I'm really high on him this week against Carolina. Then I actually have T. 
T. Higgins against Washington at okay. 5,900. Justin Jefferson at 6,000 against Dallas. Terry McLaurin against Cincy. Yeah. yeah. At, yeah. at 6,900. Yeah. And then I like L- Logan Thomas this week. I can at see 3,300 with Cincy's 31st ranked defense against yeah, tight ends. Yeah, I could see that. He's coming on a little bit. And then I actually like Amari Cooper in the flex this week against Minnesota. Yuck. That's where you're going to get looks. Yuck. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm going to get looks for sure. But Minnesota I, I is a 28th. I like play, yeah. I actually like the play. Receiving defense. You know, and then I have the Dolphins again because I think they're going to be the number again, one this week. Again, just some kind of minor tweaks, but still some core core there that continues to move forward. But – Man, there are some good, good matchups. Looking this good, week. Zach. Looking I, good. I think wide receivers are going to be hard this week because there's a lot of good matchups. Like, I mean, I like Keenan Allen this week. Yeah, or Mike Williams, or both. Or, I think T. Higgins is interesting because although it may not be the best matchup per se, he is Joe Burrow's guy. It seems like, and so he's going to get looks to to put up numbers. I actually think Boyd is cheaper, if I remember right. Also a good option. But I just like Higgins. They have a chemistry for sure. They definitely have a chemistry. For sure. Boyd's the touchdown guy, though. Higgins is still getting his. Yeah, he, he is, is, but Boyd's the Boyd's more guy. the red zone guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, For sure. I'll give and then if that. you want to save a little bit of cash, you can throw C.D. Lamb in there. He's cheaper than Amari. Yeah. He could have a bigger game, too. He could. Very easily. So. That's, that is interesting. I'll, I'll tell you this, though. It could be true. Gallup could be. Gallup could out. have a good game. I mean, it's possible. Amari could be the one that gets left out. Possibly, it, it's hard to say. I mean, it happened down the stretch last season. Um, I yeah, I just like Amari. I just think he's a he's really good receiver. Uh, it's a good matchup. The Cowboys wide receiver should be super healthy because they haven't had to run a route. <laughs> a lot of blocking. A lot of blocking. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be interesting. I like all those lineups, though. I think I think those are all really strong. Anything else to add? I like them, man. Yeah, That's good. Let's go go out there, guys, yep. and make some money. Yeah, yep. go out yep. there, and make some money, and good luck exactly. to you. Well, with that being said, another fabulous, wonderful week. And with uh, that being said, it is a fabulous week. It's fun to throw that out there at this point in time. Hey, let's it have gets a to Zach. <laughs> have a great week we got a football game coming up tomorrow night i know seattle's playing i don't know who's they playing cardinals card seattle great game. Cardinals. yeah it's a great oh game. let's watch it it's gonna be awesome guys enjoy your whiskey whoa, it, it, whoa. easy now easy easy brutal brutal guys enjoy your whiskey enjoy your friends enjoy your family uh, we'll be back next week for another uh, fabulous entertaining time until then pinky zach you guys Later. I can show you yeah. where my heart is See it on my sleeve Even if the beat stops My soul will not leave If I never stood tall Nobody would ever see I can show you where my heart's at See it on my sleeve I can show you where my heart's at See it on my sleeve Even if the beat stops My soul will not leave If I never stood tall Nobody would ever see I can show you where my heart's at See it on my sleeve I can show you where my heart's at See it on my sleeve Even if the beat stops My soul will not leave